Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. That's right. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free utilizer protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way that tire buying should be. VJ, it's a rainy day in Los Angeles and all of California, it seems. It just looks like rain for this 49ers game coming up. But uh, what do you want to start with? Because we got two big games on the slate today. Uh, one of them already in the books. One kicks off in about 15 minutes where you want to go it's up to you player i mean we we saw what the ravens did man as far as dominating that game today man so let's start off with the game that's about to kick off because we already know what happened in one Let's do that. Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan. We feels like we get this matchup in the NFC like at least what? Two out of every three playoffs we see feels the like 49ers it. and the Packers playing a game. Most recently Aaron Rodgers with a stinker and Jimmy Garoppolo only completed what? I think only attempted nine passes. And yep. the last time <laughs> these two teams matched off in the playoffs for he Mostert, uh formerly of the San Francisco 49ers now with the Miami Dolphins had a what? Almost a playoff record. Running in the last time that these two teams played, but forty something, two fifty something. This game will be different. Aaron Jones active. AJ Dillon is down. Jair Alexander will play for the Packers. Uh, Packers first seven seed to get this far. After, since they've extended the playoffs and uh, named Super Wild Card Weekend, which is one of the lamest names in sports. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. They Packers go ahead and, and dispatch of the Cowboys. We'll talk about the Cowboys in a little while, talking about uh, – we'll go through the head coaching carousel. But – Right now, let's talk about the team still playing. The teams that still matter right now, the Packers and the 49ers. 49ers, their first game in uh, in a week, obviously, after the bye, and they sat their starters, you may remember, or some of their starters in Week 18, because you can't sit everybody. There's only, you know, seven plays, only seven inactives. So some guys didn't play against the Commanders in Week 18. 49ers live now, just like the Ravens did the same thing. But uh, we have the Niners and the Packers coming up about 15 minutes. Where are you leaning on? this one this game is probably my favorite game this weekend I've been on this game all week man I I think this game is closer than people think it is Vegas has it at nine and a half last time I checked and put my money on it yesterday uh, with DraftKings over under 50 and a half I with the rain now now that I'm hearing there's going to be some rain there to me that brings a lot of interest 
to how each team is going to attack and play this game. If I'm the Packers, in my opinion, the recipe for a W here, run the football. You have to be able to run the football. Now, I know Dylan is out, and this is a kid I've always loved since he came out of Boston College. Big body running back, uh, runs with a lot of anger and a lot of lean forward, but... Uh, Aaron Jones, who's missed some time this year, and it looks like he's been on uh, fresh legs of the last three weeks as he's gone for three straight 100-yard games. I like him to go 400 today, man. The plus 100 for him on the betting books was a plus 320, and I went ahead and jumped on it and took it because I think they can run the football. The one thing that has impressed me about the Packers other than Jordan Love is they don't beat themselves early. Like, they don't give away the game, and a lot of times playoff games are lost at the beginning of the first quarter or the beginning of the third quarter. Just like we the saw. Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. Ask the Dallas Cowboys. Not only that, ask the Texans. That game's 10-10 today going into the half. Yep. They lost the game coming out in the third quarter. So they can't. The Packers normally don't do that. They normally don't beat themselves early. So I like them to actually hang around in this game. Their defense, Rashawn Gary, Jair Alexander, he actually has the play today, right? Like, if this is a game for him with those offensive weapons that the Niners have, if you can go today, you got to go today. If you can suit up and play today, we need you. We need you, big dog. We need you to cover one of these receivers, Ayuk, who wants some Adebo. You're going to get some Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. And Kittle's been on fire the last four or five weeks. So I think if they run the football, keep that offense on the sideline, I love the coaching matchup here. Because these guys know each other very well. These guys know each other very well, so I don't think there's a, I don't think there's going to be any surprises that one coach will come out and go, yeah, we didn't think they would do that, or we didn't think they would do this. I like the Packers to keep this thing close, man. I don't, I don't see a blowout here. And we saw one team rest their players, which you and I don't, you know, genuinely like. And we saw that one team go to a, you know, a blowout today. I think the other team that rested some guys and had a bye. I think there could be some rust there. Packers coming off a huge win last week. I think some of that translates to today. I like them to keep this game close. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning. I was leaning that the Niners would kind of roll, but the more and more I think about it, I'm kind of going the same way. Part of it is just like, I'm sorry. I'm not ready to crown Jordan Love as the next thing coming. I know that he's had a great stretch probably since like week 11 or something like that like, end of october yeah. this is like so since halloween call it he's had a great stretch but i don't very much like when cj stroud hadn't thrown an interception for the first like what was it uh seven eight say, games like six or seven games yeah, so some, yeah, somewhere in that, in that so in that like yeah, did did we think that he was never gonna throw an interception uh, here <laughs> like that's gonna, jordan yeah. love had 11 interceptions to 12 touchdowns for a, the first half of the season yep. right so I, I do think that the 49ers will be able to force some turnovers in this matchup, and I think that will be that. That's your blowout potential right there. That's in my opinion. What happens when the, when they do force those turnovers? I think Jordan Love gives one up today. Now with the 49ers side of things, the book is out in my opinion. Now it's hard, it's easier said than done, but if you can go into the fourth quarter with the lead, yeah, you're gonna win. Yep. If the Packers are leading this game in the fourth quarter, don't don't pull out your your book, your betting app, and go ahead and try to sneak 49ers on the money line. Kyle Shanahan, 0-38, went trailing by a touchdown or more, eight or more, in the fourth quarter. 
That the book is out now. Very much like the book was out on a boxer like Mike Tyson. <laughs> you know, you good get luck. Him, get him late. Just get him late into the rounds, and you might right. have a shot. That that all. If you get him late into the rounds, that that's provided that he didn't knock you out before yeah. you got <laughs> oh, to before you got to that's late. That's why into you the want the to round. try to get to the middle later rounds with with Tyson. You know, so it just like you know, just like the, the book could be out. You know, that don't mean it's, it, it, it's it, well, it's directions to do a lot of things that I don't know how to do. And if we got the direction on how to beat the 49ers, I think it's going to be pretty hard to go ahead and do that. Uh, but I think the rationale behind that, if you like, what's the reason why the 49ers seem to always lose these games in the fourth quarter? I think it's because he's never had a truly dynamic quarterback. He's like, we saw Lamar Jackson today mm-hmm. put the team on his back. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that at 520, more more in, more in-depth on that game. But like you said just a minute ago, it was 10 to 10 at halftime. And then Lamar just was like, you know what? I got y'all. Hop in the backpack. We're going to win this thing. Yep. Right? That's exa- like, I don't know. I, no, I don't believe that Brock Purdy has that ability. Oh, no, now, he doesn't. He's never been asked to do it, yeah. which is fine. You know what I'm saying? It's just fine. It's just not necessarily what he's required to do on this team, which has so many star players around him, especially in the skill positions. With Like you said earlier, Kibo, D- uh, Kibo <laughs> uh, Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey, you know, uh, Trent Williams, Ayuk. Yeah. I mean, all pros up and down the lineup, right? And then some of the, the way that they hide some of the other offensive linemen that aren't necessarily as good as Trent Williams. But they scheme around some of the offensive line stuff, so it's going to be it'll be really interesting to see how the Packers defense is able to hold up against this 49ers offense, which is just incredibly multiple, right? They they can run so many different things out of so many different sets, and their 21 personnel, two tight ends and a running back, looks totally different than everybody else's 21. They're 22 personnel because they can get, you can take McCaffrey from the backfield and put him in the slot. Now he's a wide receiver. You can take Debo from the, from out wide and put him in the backfield. Now he's a running back. Kyle Juszczyk will even go up and play tight end, right? The fullback for the team, right? All-pro fullback. <clears throat> So it's going to be very, very interesting to see as we look at the shots of rain falling in Santa Clara, California. As the Packers. Rain. That is, it seems to be quite a bit. Man, these TV cameras are too good because when it was just showing, <laughs> sh- no, seriously, when they when they showed them running out, you I didn't see it was no clear. rain. I know you didn't see I no rain. It was clear. You didn't see no rain. We're going a little too far here. You know what I'm saying? Like, muddy it up a little bit. Let's do some standard definition here so I can see the rainfall. Oh, but ultimately, I am leaning with the 49ers to win the game and uh but I I'm with you. I don't think they necessarily cover the 7, but I think though I cover the I'm sorry, cover the 10 and a half that it is now. But I think it'll come down to being a touchdown game where the Packers kind of sneak in the back door for the cover. But I think the 49ers will be able to handle this one. Two things the Packers also need to do. They need to create at least in my opinion any one turnover that they convert into points. We saw and the Rams lost me money last week. You want to know why? Because they got into the red zone and decided to kick three field goals instead of getting at least one touchdown and they lose the game by one. If they get into the Packers, get into the red zone, you can't get conservative, LaFleur. You have got to pull out your greedy, juicy, crunchy plays, man, that you've been working on, your secret stash, and get into the end zone against 
uh, the Niners. If it's a if it's a 10-6 game and, oh, look, they're hanging in. It's only 10-6. It's only a matter of time before the Niners have an explosive drive or a big-time explosive 72, 68-yard touchdown catch and run or, or run by McCaffrey that kind of separates and opens the game to the 10-point-plus that you're, you're speaking of. They have got to score when they get into the red zone. They must get touchdowns. If their kicker's trotting out there, today, no shot. Yeah, it's easier said than done when you're going against the, the Nick Boses and the Fred Warners and the Drake Greenlaws of the world. But we'll see if they're able to get it done. That game will be coming on as soon as we return from commercial break. And when we come back, we will recap the first AFC Divisional Round game that we saw today, the Ravens and the Texans, coming up next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. If you want to join the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Martin Weiss. VJ is at Big Vanilla Funny. Like uh, Troy Miller said, this video of John Harbaugh <laughs> dancing in the uh, in the locker room. I'm going to retweet this from my account or re-exit, whatever they call it yeah. these days. Uh, we'll get to your tweets throughout the show. But Troy Miller <laughs> says this video of John Harbaugh doing whatever this dance is and then telling Odell, you, all right, you take it over now, dancing after he advances to the AFC Championship game, Lamar Jackson's first AFC Championship game in his career, no? Yeah. Uh, Troy said that's you dancing. You read the you, did you read the tweet? He said that's yeah, you. That's what yeah. I said. Oh, okay. So yeah. what? I, what is the, what in the unseasoned raisin and potato salad is he doing? Look, that's what just, is what is Harbaugh doing? An unbridled. <laughs> that's just a uh, uh, that is a, a very very happy uh, middle aged white man right there. That's all you. I think that's all you can take from that moment. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, Lamar Jackson doing the interview with the uh, top ten chain on after the game was also an yeah. indelible image yeah. that I will not forget. But um, Lamar Jackson with a historic performance today. Uh, the only guys to have. Two touchdowns passing and two touchdowns rushing in the playoffs as Lamar, Colin Kaepernick, Jay Cutler, and Otto Graham twice. Otto Graham. There you go. Woo, That's old it. Cleveland That's Browns. The list. That's it. That's the list. After uh, you know, getting the contract, likely to be the MVP. Um, you know, I mean, to me, you see him and you saw the first half. And it seemed like the Baltimore offense didn't have many answers for the blitz. They go into halftime, and Lamar was like, all right, you're going to blitz me? You know what I'm going to do? I'll tuck it and run because yep. I'm a damn good football player. And quarterbacks with 100-plus rushing yards in a playoff game in NFL history. This is Lamar's third. Every other quarterback ever, the whole list is four. Four. Mike Vick. I'm just guessing. I'm going to try to guess. Mike Vick. Sure. Uh, I imagine that game against the Vikings. Yep. Cam Newton. I don't even th- I would, don't think so. Steve Young. I would probably think Mike Vick, maybe Randall Cunningham. Randall in the like playoff. One, but, but no, I don't. I mean, that I don't have, have to be the, young Randall because once he got to Minnesota, he was he had Carter and Moss and Jay Creed, so he was definitely in the pocket. But I would love to see that. Let's question about Lamar. We we've had these years where we can tell a playoff kind of belongs. To a certain quarterback, like like last year, it was it was Pat Mahomes' playoffs, right? He lost the Super Bowl, he had won one, and they were trying to get back so he can solidify himself, get that second one. You want to be two and one instead of one and two in Super Bowls, right? That's common sense. But this year just feels like it's Lamar's playoffs. Like we already know what Josh Apple turnover Allen is, we know what Pat Mahomes is. And and Lamar coming into this year one and three in the playoffs, never been to a conference championship game, wanted his money last year, didn't come back from the injury, took flack from just about everybody about the money he wanted, and I wouldn't pay for him, and I wouldn't trade for him, and rumors of of, of owners telling other owners don't sign him to that deal or don't trade for him because he's going to want that big contract, and this just felt like all year long. This has been his year, and this is definitely, in my eyes, this is his postseason to lose. He's got one more game next week, and he's in the Super Bowl. And I I, I just think that they, they know it. He knows it. He knows what's being talked about him. He knows what's being said about him. And I believe his teammates and his head coach does, too. 
head coach's last name is Harbaugh. We follow the Harbaugh name. They know they, their ears are to the ground. Their their heads are not in the sand, and they don't know what's going on. On the on the Harbaugh point, real quick, go. C.J. Stroud, zero four against Harbaugh. Against Harbaugh's. They, I mean, you know, listen, you don't think that John probably hit up Jimmy Burgers and said, "Hey, anything you saw last year." Anything you saw, you know, in the last year, year or two, or seeing this kid that you could pass on, you saw he was at the game. He was. You saw he was there. He went in the back tunnel and said what's up to his brother and tapped him. So I, I, I just think this is Lamar's year, man. I, I really do. They were my AFC pick at the beginning of the season, our preview show, the, our picks that we wrote down here at Fox Sports Radio. I just feel like it's his year, and I thought the second half – that's the that's the Baltimore team I think we're going to get for the rest of the playoffs. Uh, the list of quarterbacks who accomplished the feat of 100 yards oh, rushing in a game. Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. So ah. I, had the, I had the wrong Philadelphia Eagle. And uh, Colin Kaepernick. Twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yep. Well, he did it against the Packers. Yes. In yep. That game he did it against Lambo the Packers. Yep. Freezing cold. Yep. Sure did. Okay. So I had Vick, right? But wow, McNabb. I wonder who that was against. McNabb. It wasn't against Carolina because Carolina knocked him out. Uh, it might have been the Falcon. They did. They, they, no. hurt, they hurt his ribs and knocked him no, out the game. I was laughing at Javon Kinlaw, uh, who just made a stop in the backfield on first down. It's a first and goal for the Packers right now. Packers got the ball to start the game, and they're driving down the field as they show Brock Purdy standing there on the sideline just watching. But Javon Kinlaw made a tackle on Aaron Jones in the backfield, and he tried to celebrate, and he fell down. Yeah. <laughs> where where, where are the Packers at right now? What's that zone call right there, Martin? That is the red zone. And They need seven. That is the you can't settle for field goals. Just outside, they're on the 15 yard line, just about. Yeah, 15, 16 yard line there. Uh, looking Jordan Love as he completes across the middle to one of his tight ends. I tell you what, that Musgrave. This Green Bay team, has, yeah. this these tight ends are impressive. Mm-hmm. If they've really found a way to unlock the tight end position between Musgrave and Kraft, and that one was number 89. That's somebody else. That's Sims, the third one off the third bench. one off the bench, and especially when you're looking at. The way that these two guys like to coordinate games, it's like, you know, I mean, we saw it. It was on full display last week as they played the Cowboys. But they like to put that second-level defender, the guys who are wearing 59 to 51, those linebackers, Mm -hmm. like to get them in conflict. And the best way to do that? Throw it to your tight ends. Move, make your tight ends a, a part of the offense there as Jordan Love forces it into the end zone. Javarius Ward knocks it down against Romeo Dobbs. And it looks like those pa- same Packers, like you've been saying, look like they're going to have to settle for a field goal on this rainy Santa Clara day. Yeah, but I love this drive right here. They've been running the football, as I said. They're going to have to do. They're a little early, but this is a playoff game. I don't know if I call that flag right there. I, I think that's good defense. you got to let – it's got to be a little wiggle room in the postseason. I don't think you can call it as tight as you would a regular season game. Intensity is ratcheted up. The focus is ratcheted up. But they were been able to run the football, get downfield, got a pass interference call, which put the ball down into the red zone uh, as the field goes good. 29-yard attempt, 3 to nothing. Niners, excuse me, Packers in the first quarter, 7-22 left. But I love this first drive, except there's a 3 instead of a 7. Yeah, well, we'll see what Brock Purdy and the 49ers offense can do. Again, uh, to me, they're like the Avengers. <laughs> like they are like uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Like you name ensemble cast. They're Justice League. League. They're loaded. And, you know, it just really depends. Is, uh, is Brock Purdy George Clooney or is Brock Purdy Don Cheadle? You know, Ooh. both of them play integral roles, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Because if it wasn't for Don Cheadle t- taking the power out in Vegas. I was about to say, Cheadle's my guy, though, man.
I'm not. What's, what's wrong with that? Cheeto's my guy. I love, I'm just on the actor because him uh, and Clooney. I know. I know Clooney's the lovable name, and people throw that. He's they're not well, close I'm, to Cheeto. I'm but, sticking but anyway. with the Ocean's Eleven uh, metaphor yeah. here, in which George Clooney played Danny Ocean. Yeah, it was his plan yeah. the whole time. He had to get his girl back, <laughs> Julia, Julia Roberts. Yeah, he had to get his girl back. Yeah. yeah. So no, but. You know, with this with this game, it's going to be again. The 49ers do not come back. Like they do not come back in the second half. I don't know what the exact second half number is, but in the fourth quarter, zero and thirty-eight. Through that Ravens game, when you saw Purdy throw those few interceptions in the first half, and mm-hmm. you saw the way it was rolling, even though Lamar and the the referee spotted him two points because they tripped Lamar in the end zone. Silly me, I think he's going to be able to throw that ball away. But uh, that it was, was a crazy <laughs> ass play. Like get out the way, get out the like, way. Yeah, you can't be in the way. A number here that I did like uh, that I found when I was doing all the notes and stuff. Nine and two in the last eleven straight up. The Packers are against the NFC West, so there is, you know, there is some history there where they can't beat these teams. But the not the Packers, but the Niners are nineteen and three in their last twenty two versus the entire NFC. So something's got to give today. Like I said, we've seen the open and drive here. Any any part any props you like today? Any, any big numbers you think? Uh, Jordan Love uh, over under two uh, two forty nine and a half. You think he's you think he surpasses that over under or not? I'd say probably under, seeing okay. as this uh, seems to be a monsoon in NorCal right now. Okay, and I think I think both of these coaches, both of these offensive coordinators, both of these play callers are going to want to run the rock through this slog of a game. I hope so, man. I just like I said, this is my favorite game this weekend. They're showing all the highlights from the past years. I I basically grew up with the Packers and the Niners in the playoffs going head-to-head. Almost every year at some point, Sprinkle in Dallas there in the early to mid-90s. But that's why this was my favorite game because I think it's the most intriguing one and it's one that can really separate, really jumpstart one franchise. Or if the Niners go on and win by 20, it's like, okay, well, yeah, you know, people are going to come out money and go, well, this is what we expect the Niners. But the Packers can get this one, bro. It this is th- that would be huge. I do have to say, slightly concerning that uh, Matt Lafleur is wearing a hat. He's got one of the best haircuts in the NFL. <laughs> Seemingly gets his haircut before every game, but he decided to go hat for this game. That's raining, man. I know. Can't mess I'm up just... to do. Can't. Mess. I'm bald, so I don't have no. You still got a head full of hair. So when it rains, do you put a hat on or a hoodie, or you just let the the water just style it how it's going to style it? Yeah, you know, I'm not an umbrella guy. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I don't I'm think I own. Guy. I don't own one. And it's kind of it's. Easy easier to do in Southern California than it is in like 98% of the rest of the country where they can hear us, but that's neither here nor there. What is here right now? Steve DeSager, what's trending around the world of sports, my friend? Good afternoon slash evening, gentlemen. I don't think this stat's going to hold up, so while it's good, let me pass along for one of the NFL beat writers. So far this postseason, there have been seven games played. There's not been a single lead change since the first half of the first game when it was Texans hosting the Browns. Wow. Green Bay is up 3-0 at San Francisco with a great opening drive. Remember how great they were from the start at Dallas last weekend when they wound up dominating. Packers scored touchdowns on six of their first seven drives, plus the defense scored on a pick six. They led Dallas 48-16. Not saying we expect that in the rain in Santa Clara tonight. Nonetheless, their first drive last weekend was... 
10 plays, 75 yards, over seven and a half minutes and a touchdown. First drive today at the 49ers, 14 plays, 58 yards, over seven and a half minutes. They settle for a short field goal and the 3 nothing advantage. Now Brock Purdy and company on the field. By the way, Green Bay running back A.J. Dillon is out again with thumb and neck injuries with defensive back Jair Alexander is playing. He was questionable with shoulder and ankle injuries. And yes, rain is expected throughout the evening, not just throughout the game in Northern California. Baltimore at home beat Houston 34-10. This game was tied 10-10 at the half. The Texans' only touchdown came on a punt return. It was 27 degrees in Baltimore at kickoff. Lamar Jackson dominated two touchdown passes and two touchdown runs. He had 11 carries, 100 yards rushing. Houston as a team, 14 carries, 38 yards rushing. Mm. So the one seeds in the AFC are going to be hosting the AFC title game next weekend. We do know the AFC championship is the early game on Sunday the 28th, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Then the NFC championship game on Fox TV, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on the last Sunday in January. The Super Bowl will be in Vegas February the 11th. Detroit hosts Green Bay in a divisional round game Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Lions tight end Sam Laporta was listed as questionable with a bad knee. Wide receiver Khalif Raymond out again with a bad knee. Lions coming off their first playoff win since the 1991 season. Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Toney is out again tomorrow with hip and ankle injuries, missing a fifth straight game. The Bills cut punter Matt Hawk from the practice squad. Buffalo will host Kansas City Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Temperature due to be in the 20s there. The Chargers interviewed the Lions offensive and defensive coordinators and the Rams defensive coordinator. And in college hoops at West Virginia, Mountaineers beat number 3 Kansas 91-85. West Virginia is now 7-5 and against Kansas in Morgantown. About five and a half minutes to go. First quarter in the Bay Area. It is San Francisco down 3 nothing early in their divisional playoff against Green Bay on Fox TV. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. And uh, Brock Purdy just tried to end it early as he uh, hit number 26 for the Green Bay Packers right between the numbers. But that's why he plays defense. Coming to you live in the TireRack.com studios is Martin and VJ. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get him in here. Tyler Dragon, NFL reporter for USA Today. Tyler, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing better than the Houston Texans, and I'm doing as good as Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, I'm glad you brought that up because when I think about the, you know, you've joined this pretty much throughout the NFL season. You've been really high on two AFC teams. One of them was the Chargers. We won't we'll bring them up in a second, but the other one was the Baltimore Ravens. The other one was the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, I believe you had this team as one of your Super Bowl picks as it came down to it. Tell me what you saw out of Baltimore today, especially in the second half, because to me that was just a guy putting the team on his back yeah i'm glad you said that i had the ravens as my super bowl pick and not the chargers so you clarified that i'm i was always high higher on the ravens but yeah lamar jackson what can you say he started a little bit slow um, but their offense really adjusted after halftime really the Texans were blitzing them at will over uh, 60% of their defensive snaps. They were blitzing Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and they adjusted well after halftime and really put it on them 24 
unanswered points in the second half. You look at Lamar Jackson, 100 rushing yards. Um, he had, what, 152 passing yards, two touchdowns. He was just the best player on the field, and it wasn't even close. Uh, he beating Houston with his legs and his arms. It was just an MVP-level performance for the player that is going to win MVP later on uh, this year. Tyler Dragon, VJ Vernon Husky here. How you doing, brother? How's the little one? I'm doing good. Little one's doing good. Definitely keeping me up at night. All hours of the day, actually. <laughs> it won't, it won't last long. You'll get back to some sleep. Let's stick with Lamar, man, because you were a guy about a month ago who called him the MVP, and that was your pick over Tua, over Tyreek, over McCaffrey, over Purdy. You were one of the main guys out there I heard say, no, it's Lamar Jackson. And I was just telling Martin, this is his season. This has kind of been his season. Every year, quarterback kind of has the year. Last year was about Pat Mahomes. The year before that, it was about Josh Allen. Remember, Vegas had him pick to win the MVP. They had Buffalo pick to win the Super Bowl. But off the contract, the knee injury, not coming back, people not wanting to trade for him, people not wanting to uh, pay him. You're in the know. You know these guys hear this stuff. You know it galvanizes teams a lot. Their teammates want to play hard for them. I, I think this is all about Lamar and Lamar's postseason and Super Bowl to lose. Am I wrong here? Or are we still worried about Mahomes and Allen? Well, I'm still uh, definitely, you have to be worried about Mahomes, the Super Bowl champion, and Josh Allen as well. But, yeah, with Lamar Jackson, I remember talking to him in years past and how just motivated he was, not only to prove naysayers wrong, but just to be the best football player that he can be. And one of the main reasons why I picked Lamar to win an MVP and the Ravens to uh, possibly go on to the Super Bowl is because Lamar here is all those people saying that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the AFC North that the Cincinnati Bengals and pass uh, the Ravens by. And the Ravens heard that too, and everybody uh, else have heard that. And a lot of people um, like Lamar Jackson has heard that uh, the Ravens aren't a, a legitimate team. Lamar Jackson's what, quarterback? He can't throw the ball. And he hears all that noise. Really good players, great players know how to channel that and use it as motivation. And he's certainly done that, and he's proven that he's definitely at least a top five quarterback in the NFL, if not a top three quarterback or top two quarterback. I would say right now it's him and Patrick Mahomes, the best two quarterbacks in the NFL. I agree. And he displayed that today. In Baltimore, I agree. You'll get no argument out of me. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, maybe somebody doesn't like to count rushing stats for quarterbacks. But let me tell you something. <laughs> He's really good at that too. <laughs> uh, but I, w- I want to ask you about those. Kyle Shanahan is zero and thirty-eight when trailing by a touchdown or more in the fourth quarter. And and Steve Desager just said it. There's not, there hasn't been one lead change so far in uh, in in the playoffs. Now. We've had one close game. It was the Lions and the and the Rams there. The rest of them have kind of been, a, I don't know, blowouts. It's like the one we just saw with the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens. But Brock Purdy just almost tried his hardest to throw a pick six, and the Packers defender just didn't agree with it. Just took a bad sack on third down, and the Packers now have the ball again. Is there is there a, a world in which this moment is too big for Brock Purdy, uh, with all the expectations? Uh, you know, after obviously last year he was kind of like the, you know found money. You know what I'm saying? But this year, you know, one seed, all the expectations hampered on this guy and hampered on this offense. So 
I, I get what you're saying, but the 49ers are the only team in the NFL that aren't dependent on the quarterback position. And they all they need Brock Curry to do is be a pass-first point guard, to use the NBA analogy. Just don't turn the ball over like he almost just did in that first drive. And give the ball accurately to those playmakers and let them accumulate all those yak yards. If he does that, he'll be fine. Now, it's raining up in the Bay Area in Santa Clara, so I do expect some sloppy play uh, to start as players get adjusted to that uh, weather. But I think he'll be fine. Uh, This is the game. The Green Bay Packers, yes, they're playing well. But the 49ers, they can take advantage of a leaky Packers uh, secondary and uh, defense as well. Now, their passing game, the Packers do have an advantage on the outside because San Francisco's weakness is their secondary. They don't have top-flight corners or safeties, especially with Hufanga out for the year. But I do believe the 49ers will be fine and Brock Purdy. Now, maybe the NFC Championship game, the lights might be a little bit too bright, but definitely not in this game. I, I still got faith in the 49ers. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. We got on the great Tyler Dragon, NFL reporter from USA Today. Tyler, let's go to some of the coaching stuff that's going on there, man, because uh, I saw a few of your tweets talking about the Chargers job, and we know my main man, Jimmy Berger's name is out there. He's already interviewed there, interviewed in Atlanta. There's a bunch of coordinators uh, that interviewed today. I don't know how the hell you interview for four jobs in one day. That To me, that just feels like a rush job. I don't even want to go there. But Not Belichick... You got a game to coach tomorrow. And got a game to coach tomorrow. But Belichick... To the to the to the Falcons, I didn't like at all, but I slept on it a few days. I let it marinate a little bit, and now when I start to see it unfold, and I hear Kirk Cousins, a free agent this year, and he said, "I'm going to test free agency. I'm not just going back to Minnesota. I would love to play for Bill Belichick." Could the great Bill Belichick actually take this job and turn around the Falcons organization? Or do you think he's going to end up somewhere? And just any other coaching news out there you can throw at us that our fans don't know yet. Well, I am hearing that Bill Belichick and the Falcons, there there is momentum there. And wow. I, it would not surprise me if Bill Belichick winds up there. Now, it, it's still ways to go. He's had a couple interviews there. The Falcons are going to do their due diligence. But it, there, there's definitely some uh, strong momentum um, to Atlanta linking with uh, Belichick. Now, with the Falcons, they have some pieces. And I think they should draft the quarterback. I, I of would course. love the uh, Michael Penix in Atlanta. I think he might be available uh, when Atlanta's on the clock in the draft. But you look at their offense. B. John Robinson at running back. Uh, you got a Drake London, uh, Kyle Pitts, who is probably the uh, underutilized tight end, and with his skill set, he can be uh, a really good playmaker if uh, he gets the right coaching and the right system. And in a defense, I mean, Jesse Bates is one of the best free safeties in the NFL. You have A.J. Uh, Terrell. You have a lot of pieces on defense that can make plays, too. I, I like the Falcons, and especially look at their division. Now, with all due respect to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, sure. who won the NFC South, they're not any world beaters. That division, the NFC South, is there to be had, and you don't have to be a 10, 11, 12 win team to win that division. And when you get into the playoffs, we've seen any given Sunday, any given Saturday, a team could win in the playoffs. So I, I think Bill Belichick and the Falcons, that, that might be a marriage that could, could work. Hmm. 
I mean, not to mention, you talked about the division, Tyler. I'm going to add on to the division because you got Carolina, which looks like a disaster from ownership on down, and Dennis Allen, who objectively is the worst coach in the NFL with the longest tenure. Like, serious, 70 games coached, winning percentage, 343. He's the worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> Martin doesn't and, like him if you haven't, if you haven't keyed well, in I, on there's, that. There's literally nothing to like, so there you go. And then, you know, I know how long that combination of Derek Carr and Dennis Allen have been together. Five different seeds. You know how many times they made the playoffs? Zero. <laughs> Donut hole. There you go. Oh, goodness gracious. Romeo Dobbs. Hey, bro, I don't know. The 49ers might be in trouble, I was Tyler. I to tell people. But uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you go. Give your kid a kiss for me. And uh, watch this game with the sound down so you don't wake him up, all right? <laughs> okay, I'll try. Y'all have a good you too, man. God bless, Tyler. That's Tyler Dragon. Get him on X at D. Tyler Dragon. NFL reporter USA Today. Go read his work. Journalism's dying. He needs the looks. Go ahead, read his work. Uh, coming up next, we have one head coach coaching spot that's been filled by the guy who already had it. We'll get into that one next. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free rodage protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. And I tell you, man, <laughs> if you're just looking, if I, I, I'm a vibes guy, all right? I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm, I'm, I'm of that era. Okay. Energy. The vibes are not looking good for San Francisco right now. As Debo Samuel runs to runs to the locker room, Brock Purdy just threw the ball away. He had he's been getting hit. He's been missing guys. Brandon Ayuk wide open right there, and he just 
sends the ball out of bounds for some odd reason. Honestly, was kind of surprised that wasn't intentional grounding just by the look of it. But this 49ers team right now, they need to kind of get it in gear. Uh, they look like the walking wounded. Christian McCaffrey getting that Theragun work on the sidelines consistently as he gets, oh, breaks the tackle. He would have got stonewalled behind the line of scrimmage. But DJ, you was, you've been over here giggling like a, like a, like a schoolgirl looking at these guys because after every single play, we are seeing a little, as they say, extracurricular activity. Absolutely. This is the part of football that I love the most because regardless of whether you were played in the rivalry games of back in the day of of Young going against Favre and then Kaepernick going against uh, Discount Double Check A-Rod. When you put these uniforms on in any sport and when that game comes, it's like the Lakers and Celtics. It doesn't matter if you were even alive when Showtime was battling Bird. And, and that's, it doesn't matter. You play for the Lakers now. So when the Celtics come into town, you better be ready to ball. It's, it's real tonight. You better be ready to ball today because this is the game. This is the one that we're really amped the most to play in the San Francisco Green Bay matchup is the same type of thing. It's getting really, it's getting really tense. There's some pushing and shoving afterwards. And I was loud doing the commercial brand. No, don't throw no flag. Separate the guys. Let them talk their trash. As the uh, San Francisco 49ers just score a touchdown pass. I told you guys to watch out with Kittle. Up the seams on VJ said what I said yesterday on the Fanity TV. And here it is. Up the seam on a touchdown. The Packers players looking around. And he's, I hate when that happens when you give up a touchdown and you start looking around. No, that's your man. Stop looking around with your hands in the air with that piss poor body language man you made a mistake you got beat own it have a short memory and get ready to come back don't start looking around this is man coverage you're beat (laughs) <laughs> badly too. So, but they just scored. So now seven to three. Purdy. Uh, now he's flexing. I now he's flexing this stuff. We'll see how long that lasts. But I think the Packers, like I said, I think they're in this game. I can see them winning this game, especially the way that it's going so far. But Purdy answered and, and uh, threw a touchdown pass. But that, that's one throw. He still has looked off. Looks a little rusty. That was by far his best. His throw best tonight. easily, easily his best throw. The first down. Uh, the first down they converted uh, maybe four or five plays prior to that on a third and eight. He got hit when he released that ball. And the receiver got hit as soon as he caught it, was just able to hold on to it. But that was the prettiest ball he's thrown today to Kittle up the seam for a touchdown. But I do, like I said, this is a long game. This game is not over. Look, the Packers were just in the red zone, decided to go for it on fourth and one, which I did not mind because I don't like I don't like six nothing. Because if it's still six nothing, then what's the score now? You're still down. Right, so I didn't mind them you, going. Yeah, for it. you could lose by three, you could lose by six. Yeah, it's still a touchdown. It's still a touchdown. So at the end of the day, um, I, I still think once again they can move the football, but you got to get into the end zone. You can't kick field goals, and you're not going to win that way. Well, uh, that's how the Detroit Lions got here. It was the Los Angeles Rams kicked a bunch of field goals. The Lions, mm-hmm. the uh, three seed, should have been the two seed, if we're being honest. That was a terrible call down to Dallas. And you know what? Maybe a little bit of karma back in Jerry's world after that, after we saw hey. what happened to them hey. against the Green Bay Packers. But the Lions and the Buccaneers, just like everybody drew it up, right? I know, right? This old <laughs> NFC Central right here. NFC Central matchup from back in the day. That was back when the Lions actually won the division. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Last time this they is the first, and, and this is the first time they have won the NFC North yep. in its history. Yep. So we are seeing uh, two former first-round overall picks, not on the team that drafted them, and Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff. Go figure. Uh, and For the second straight week. Second straight week. But, uh, right, and so, so didn't even think about it. Of yep. course, Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, yeah. But uh, to me, uh, the Buccaneers, 
I, I'm not trying to take anything away from them in their game last week. Mm-hmm. But like Tyler Dragon said at 5.30 or 8.30 Eastern, <laughs> just a minute ago, like the Buccaneers are not world beaters. No. And to me, the story out of, of week one of the playoffs, wild card weekend, or super wild card weekend, was the Eagles just disinterest in being involved in a football game that day. Yep. I mean, from top to bottom, it felt like after the first quarter, it was just one, two, three Cancun for the remainder of that game. And the Buccaneers could have had more. Mike Evans dropped a touchdown pass. You know, like he had a few drops. You know, he had a few he drops. Had a few and, drops. And, and to me, Mike Evans' first ballot. Like you know, I, you know I'm not thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just you know, for him to drop the ball like that, especially in the playoffs, was like, yep. what? Yep. But. These two teams played earlier in the year. No C.J. Gardner-Johnson for the Lions, who was their big free agent acquisition. You remember he got hurt week one yep. and then now came back, played in the playoff game, had a, uh, was a major impact in the playoff game against the Rams. But uh, And then, so Buccaneers, to me, kind of lucky to be here, whereas the Lions pretty much all season have been one of the better teams in the NFC, scuffled a little bit after Thanksgiving, Picked it up towards the end of the year. Uh, I expect the Lions to win here, and I expect them, honestly, to win kind of big. I'm with you, man. I'm totally – somebody pass me a glass of ice and pour me some of this Detroit Lions juice because I'm drinking it. The Kool-Aid. I'm drinking it, man. I'm drinking it. This team's, this team's good. This is not This is not the Lions team I, we've watched over the last 20 years. It's just not, guys. And we see this in sports. Some franchises are bad for a long time. We've seen it. And then we've seen just out of nowhere – they just they get good. They get a good coach, or they get they get a good quarterback. Or if it's basketball, you nail the number one overall pick, and that that guy ends up being you know a stud ends up being Kevin Durant, right? You know he changes your changes your franchise, changes your city. I'm sold in. I'm really sold in. And I tell you this, they should have lost last week, but they did it. And in, in football, in the playoffs, it's survive in advance. It's one shot. It's not a seven-game series like the NBA, like the NHL, like Major League Baseball. You get one shot. And they got their one shot last week, and they pulled off a dub and got a home win. When you see fans crying, bro, like when you see fans tearing up, you know what that means. I'm a Michigan guy and a big Pistons fan, so I have a small attachment with the city of Detroit. So I've never hated the Lions. I just knew they were always bad. This squad right here? Is legit, and I'll say it right now: this squad can go beat anybody. Now, could they? Could they? Could they go blow anybody out? No. But when you got a coach like Dan Campbell that just has that fire, and you can see it in the players, and it translates to the field, they've nailed the draft three years in a row. Tell me the last NFL team that's nailed the draft three straight years. They've nailed the draft. Oh, but VJ, you can't take a running back in the first yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, you you can. can't take an inside linebacker. You can't take a tight end in the first. No, you know what you can't do? You can't miss. Yeah, you can't. You can't, can't miss. miss. And, and and you know how you don't miss, Martin? Put the tape. What's my favorite line in sports? Put the tape on. If you put the tape on every time Jameer Gears touch Jameer Gibbs touched the ball at Alabama, what was, what was happening? Like, there wasn't a time you could run three plays in a row on tape and go, oh man, he missed that hole. Oh man, he should have broke that tap. You don't get that with him. Sam Laporta, same thing. Campbell, same thing. Hutchinson, same thing. Brian Branch, same thing. When you put the tape on and all you do is see the guy make a play. You take him and you draft him. That there's no way in the world that you do not. You can't miss on those type of guys, and they haven't. I'm sold in. Now, I don't know if it's a blowout. I don't know if it's handily. I will give the Bucks credit that their D- Todd Bowles will have some stuff for golf. 
He'll have some blitz packages. They want to stop the run, and they want to stop the run because they want to put you in long uh, down the distance so he can then employ those those exotic blitz packages that he's known for. Sorry, quick sidebar. I know we're ready. You guys aren't watching the game with us, but it should have been a flag right there. That is a push way out of bounds on Love, and there's no roughing the passer. I guess they only throw that flag for certain quarterbacks. But with the Lions, man, six and a half, I think they cover that. But it wouldn't surprise me if Baker made a play or two tomorrow, if Evan made a play or two tomorrow. It made you kind of go, okay, this game's a little closer than I thought, but I think the Lions will prevail and move on to the NFC. Who would have thought, Martin, the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game? I mean, come on, man. I I, I want to see somebody's ticket. Whoever got that ticket, put it on Twitter. I want to see You know who's it. got that ticket? My dad. Are you? But you know what though, your pops are so old school, man. Your pops are so Detroit, Michigan, old school. That doesn't surprise me at all. Did he really? He, he picked, called me and asked, asked him to do it. Maybe like week five or six. Shut up. Yeah. He, he has, so he has a ticket for them in the uh, NFC Championship game? Yeah, he won it. He's like, man, I, I want to do it for the Super Bowl. And I was like, nah, man, just do it for the NFC Championship. Man, wow. Sure enough. Wow. Sure enough, so okay. Got it. All right, Mr. Weiss. Okay, Mr. Weiss, I feel you. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. I like them to win this game. Um, you know what this feels This feels like the Hutchinson game tomorrow because Baker likes to hold the ball. Baker likes to try and, to improvise. Even in that Eagles game, took some bad sacks. Yep, yep, almost yep, had some interceptions. Yep, yep. I, I, think this is, I think this is the Hutch game tomorrow. I like two sacks for him tomorrow. I think the Lions have the uh, the 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 better offensive and defensive line. Even though the the Buccaneers did stop the tush push last week, yeah. How about that? Stopped it. Well, but Philly, you you said yourself, Philly, dude, they were Philly's checked out. You know, reports saying that Nick Sirianni should be back next year. Oh well, I I called him and McCarthy coming back. I didn't think neither one of them get fired. I did think if one of them were to get fired, it would have been Sirianni to me. Really? Well, just the end of the season collapse was was can't after you can't a year after getting to the Super Bowl. That was just always when people were saying, "Well, why not, VJ?" I said, "Listen, I if 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 I, I'm not going to argue about what people are saying why he should be fired, but you just got to the Super Bowl, and if not for a scoop and score blunder by Hertz before the half, you win the Super Bowl." You can't fire a coach a year after winning the Super. You got to give him a year to probably get a better coordinator there in offense and try to right the ship. Same thing happens next year. Okay, all bets are off. You could you could fire you could fire him and let him go if you want. But I came out on Twitter and out on my new show and I said they're not firing McCarthy. They're not firing Sirianni. The Harbaugh's not getting because of course Harbaugh name comes up with every job. So Harbaugh's not getting those jobs. They're not firing those guys. I tell you what. Jordan Love is out here throwing darts. Darts. I'm t- darts. darts. I like this kid. Darts. I like this kid. Darts. That, I mean, I know 9 for 14 right now, 117 yards passing. And then uh, in, in goal to go. How about that? What's on the there, third Martin? time already. What's that? I said, what zone are they in? They're in the red zone. For the third time. They're in the red zone right now. And uh, you just mentioned them. We'll talk about them in a moment. Jim Harbaugh, you know, he's he's the darling of everybody's dreams right now. But uh, <laughs> Jimmy is, is it the right move? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, you know what? You know what, VJ? What's up? You know, some people might be watching this game live instead of listening to our show, but you know what they could do? Uh-oh. Because shortly after the show hour, podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. And again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Yes, sir. There you have it. So... I've been at the update desk all day until now. I heard you earlier while I was running my errands doing the Jonas Knox show. There you go. Yeah, me and Jonas heard, Knox I hanging out. Yep, what is that, 11 you. to 1 Pacific time? Mm-hmm. So do the math, do the math, 2 to 4 uh, Eastern time. Yeah. I was but, running errands. Um, I heard Martin doing the updates. So if you heard me, you heard me say that everybody's interviewing for the Chargers job. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Have you gotten a call? Everybody. I mean, everybody. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm, a little, I'm a little offended. I'm right here. You know, I'm right here. I'm yeah. here. But I mean, Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, uh, Raheem Morris, uh, and just about everybody and on that list is Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, let's go there. But the only thing that I, I just, the more and more and the longer and longer that this kind of coaching mm-hmm. carousel continues to spin endlessly, the more and more I think. That Jim Harbaugh, quite honestly, should just stay where he's at. Yep. And not only like when you look at the names that got fired this this uh this cycle, Pete Carroll, fired, Mike Vrabel, yep. fired, Ron Rivera, fired, Brandon Staley, fired, Bill Belichick, fired. You know what they all have in common? Playoff bursts in the last three years. Yep. They all went to the playoffs. Bunch of Super Bowls in there too. You wanna well, add that if you wanna yeah, add that. If you take out Vrabel and Rivera and uh, Staley. Yeah, but, but, but Rivera took his team to one. There you go. He took his team to a Super Bowl. Uh, Pete Carroll's been there twice. So those are that the standard in the NFL is out of control. You know, I wasn't here the last time we did the show. Right, Kerry Rhodes filled in admirably, as yep. I must say. Yeah, fun. But uh, the big conversation all week: Mike McCarthy, 
Does he come back? Mm. You know what? He comes back, but Jerry said, I'm not extending your contract. Smart. I have no complaint with No, me I like that part. Right. Of it. Nick yep. Sirianni, is he coming back? Just saw it come down from a Bleacher Report. Nick Sirianni expected to return. But still, the question was, should he lose his job? Mm-hmm. You know what? Jim Harbaugh bought himself with that national championship. About five years of job security. Yeah. About five years of job security. Easily. Now, with Saban stepping down, I know Ohio State's going crazy in the portal, but that's, you know, we'll actually talk about that at 45 past the hour. But it to me, it would be dumb to leave Michigan at a time like this. Yeah. And I think, especially we talk about the Chargers, what are they going to do? Back up the Sean Payton Brinks truck up to, the, to whoever they hire as they the head coach? It. Exactly. They don't have it. Because they're still paying Brandon Staley. Yeah. Like, and I think that if you, if you guess what, you, go ahead, Dean Spanos, offer uh, Jim Harbaugh $15 million. Michigan will do the same. I think Michigan will do the very same. They'll, they'll top it. And if not top it, how about this? We'll give you 15 and an extra five for the rest of your assistance on mm. top of what they're already making because mm. he's big into you know, getting his assistance paid. Yep. It would be dumb to leave Michigan right now. Yep. Especially with the changing landscape in college football, the new playoff, you can lose two games, and guess what? You'll still be atop the Big Ten. Yeah. Michigan State's not going to be a threat for a while. The only threat in the Big Ten is Ohio State. Sick. It stops and guess right what? There. If you lose the game, it doesn't even damn matter because it'll be the one loss you have on the schedule because you're not going to blow any of these Maryland, Rutgers, Minnesota games. No. No, like it's just Northwestern, Northwestern, no. all of that, no. and so just you know Ward Manuel, just AD at Michigan, just sign the deal, get it done. That's most like operation number one is get the deal done so Michigan can get out there in the portal and get some of these guys. Probably would like to add another arm into camp, that type of situation. But just get the deal done. He doesn't want to get fired for cause for something he's already done. Uh, you know, it's already been adjudicated exactly. last year. Which hey, to me, that sounds fair. Sounds fair. I'm with you on that, man. I actually yesterday just went out on a limb and put my my stamp on it. On uh, VJ said what I said. I, he's not he's not getting the Chargers job. He's not taking the Chargers job. If he was going to take the Chargers job, he'd have taken it already. He is not going to play with, like you just said, he's not going to play with Michigan at this point. There's just a hang-up. And from all the reports, and Martin can back this up too, from all the reports, he wants immunity guaranteed that whatever the NCAA tries on their stupid-ass witch hunt that they've been doing for three years on Jimmy Burgers. He just doesn't want to get fired for that. That's It's actually reasonable what he's asking for. But just go ahead and cut the check, get it done, not even just getting into the portal. They got a ton of time. I went back and wrote down all the talent, the the meaningful talent that they have back. I stopped at 18 names. They have guys, they got dudes coming back. You know what I'm saying? They Proctor, who was actually going to choose them over ba- uh, over Bama before he chose Bama, that hit the portal, mm-hmm. chose Iowa. Okay, have fun with that. Like, you could have went back to Michigan. You said they finished second in your recruiting, and people thought, okay, Michigan's going to get another offensive line. But you still have Sharon Moore there. He's still going to have a dominant offensive line. The Don is coming back, who ran all over Washington. Donovan Edwards. You know, you got receivers. You have you have a high, true freshman, a high recruit, true freshman quarterback coming in. It, it's just you, like you said, with Saban leaving, whether people want to hear this or not, Jim Harbaugh is the king of college football, whether you like it or not. It's not Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart just didn't even make the college playoff. We know it's not Dabo anymore. Dabo can't beat Duke. So it's Jimmy. 
why not come back? And at least I say maybe he has an out in the contract after year two or three that if he wants to test the waters again in the NFL, fine. But these jobs, and I said I talked about this all week long, this is not the year that these jobs are really juicy in the NFL. If you talk about the Chargers right here in L.A., guys, they have so much money over the cap. You have a running back that doesn't want to be there. Their best receiver is long in the tooth. They have another receiver who keeps having season-long injuries. They have a free safety that can't stay healthy. Bosa can't stay healthy. And guess what? They're not even the home team when they play at SoFi. It's not It's not as juicy as people think it is. Yeah, also, where, where are you going to live, Harbaugh? Beverly Hills? Okay, there's $22 million for your mansion. Also, like, the thing about, like, I just I just have this vision of the Chargers starting the season 2-0 and and Jim Harbaugh coming in the locker room singing, for he's a jolly good fellow. Yeah. And Derwin <laughs> James looking at him like, dude, shut up. What are you, what are you talking It just, it, it, he, it doesn't fit. He needs to take, Jim, one of the, the, probably the goat of college football, retired this season, Nick Saban. Take the lesson that Saban learned. He dominated at LSU for a little bit, went to the NFL, got his teeth kicked in, right? Now, Harbaugh was a much better NFL coach course, than Saban was. Of course, Three straight conference but, championship games, Super Bowl appearance. But, 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 you just go back and beat a man in Ann Arbor and have them build statues of you next to Bo. Yes. That's, I mean, it, at this point to me, it's and I'm not even saying this because I'm a Michigan alum. Honestly, look at the job security in the NFL. It is non-existent. No. It is non-existent. No. And, and I throw this in there, too. The job I think he truly wanted, which we all thought would be open, was the Bears job. But they didn't fire Eberflus. So once that domino fell, I said, "There, okay, this Charger thing you guys keep talking. Dallas was juicy. Dallas was a story. But I never thought they were firing McCarthy. So that went out the window. He's not taking the Washington. There's no ties to him in the Washington job. There's He is not taking Carolina with an owner who throws drinks at fans. He's not doing – and he's got a young quarterback. And they got young pieces. But he's – it's it's in – Ann Arbor is where he needs to stay and where he needs to be. And you know what he'll do next November? He'll go to the Horseshoe and he'll beat their ass again with all the money they're spending, with all the NIL stuff they go, they're doing. Oh, yeah, let's go bring in Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Okay, have fun. I'm with you, man. I But I'm out on a limb now. My, my prediction is out there. He will not be the next coach of the San Diego Chargers, and I think they think so, too. And that's why they're interviewing 37 other candidates. Interviewing everybody under the sun except for Martin and VJ for the Chargers I'm kind of pissed about I, I that. Mean, I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm right here. We're in L.A. I wouldn't even have to move. Co-head, co-head coaches, right here. <laughs> Patrick could come be the assistant GM. Right here. All right, let's get let's kick it over to Steve DeSager. There is a football game going on. Uh, Packers look like they've been dominating, but not necessarily on the scoreboard. Steve, you're up. Down 7-6 at San Francisco. Final seconds of the first half. You mentioned all the guys the Chargers have interviewed. Put Atlanta nearly on that list because Mike Vrabel, ex-Tennessee coach, who's already talked to the Chargers Thursday, is due to meet with Atlanta next week. Jim Harbaugh, second interview with Atlanta next week. Coach Bill Belichick had a second interview with the Falcons. He'd already talked to the team owner on Monday. And for those who didn't hear, the Raiders are keeping Antonio Pierce as head coach. Most of his offensive assistants will reportedly be let go. Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy will coach next season without a contract extension, according to ESPN. He'll be in the last year of his deal. Well, three great drives for the offense of the Green Bay Packers, each into the red zone, settled for two short field goals, and got stopped on a fourth and one that 
Let's just say the Green Bay sideline thought it was a bad spot. 7-6, San Francisco leads at home. 14 seconds to go. And by the way, wide receiver Debo Samuel, questionable to return due to a left shoulder injury. But tight end George Kittle, who's been targeted twice, has two catches, including a 32-yard TD reception from Brock Purdy. That ended a San Francisco 86-yard touchdown drive. Niners have the ball, a third and one in field goal range right now. 7-6 for the moment. San Francisco leads. Niners, one seed in the NFC, got a first-round bye last weekend, could be hosting the NFC title game next weekend. We know the AFC's number one seed, Baltimore, after a first-round bye last weekend, will be hosting the AFC title game next weekend. How about this from Associated Press? The city of Baltimore will host the AFC championship for the first time since January 1971 when the Colts beat Oakland on the way to a Super Bowl title. Now, the Ravens franchise has been in this semifinal round, if you want to call it that, for now a fifth time since arriving in Baltimore. But they're going to be hosting the AFC Championship on that final Sunday of January, the 28th. The NFC Championship game will be the second game that day. That'll be on Fox TV. San Francisco in the rain, lining up for a 48-yard field goal attempt. Defense is called timeout with 10 seconds to go. We'll keep you updated. The Baltimore win was by a final of 34-10 over Houston. That game was tied 10-10 at the half. Lamar Jackson, two touchdown passes and two touchdown runs. On 11 carries, he had 100 yards rushing. So the Texans franchise drops to 0-5 in the divisional round the playoffs, and in fact, they're the only current franchise that has never reached a conference championship game. Detroit hosts Tampa Bay on Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Bucks quarterback Baker Mayfield has been practicing fully despite ankle and rib injuries. Buffalo will host Kansas City on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Under 25 degrees for that game in Buffalo on Sunday. Maybe no snow, but it will be windy. And kicker problems again. The kicking game has not been, shall we say, perfect for San Francisco this year. Draft a rookie kicker, and this one was blocked in the middle. And it's just a 7-6 lead for the Niners over the Green Bay Packers five seconds to go in the first half. NBA, Philadelphia got 33 points from Joel Embiid and one at Charlotte. San Antonio got 24 from Victor Wembanyama and won a close one at Washington. Milwaukee won at Detroit today. Damian Lillard, 45 points. Detroit Pistons are 4-38 and this year. And in college hoops, West Virginia beat number 3 Kansas, 91-85. It's official they've headed to the line. Locker room halftime in Santa Clara. The San Francisco 49ers lead their divisional round playoff 7 6 against Green Bay. Back to you. And you know what, Steve? They're lucky to be doing leading this game because Green Bay has dominated this first half. Yeah, and it's just every—that's the thing about football, though. You don't you don't win with the most yards. Nope. You don't win with the most catches. You don't win with the most time rushes. Of possession. You don't win with time of possession. Nope. The only way you win. Is by having the most points and on the board. Green Bay with no turnovers and only one penalty in the first half. God. They should absolutely be leading this game. Easily by 10. Easily, e- easily by 10. This this could easily be a 17-7 game. The the Niners drive, I'll give them credit on. It was a good drive, and then Purdy threw a beautiful ball. Kittle ran a beautiful route. Yeah. But other than that, and no D-ball, I just said this to Martin while you were doing the update, this offense looks drastically different when no Debo's on the field, but everybody wanted Christian to be an MVP. 
And Debo Samuel, you can run the reverses, you, you know, as well. It's not just he was targeted a couple of times here and had two catches before being injured. Kittle doesn't get that many targets or no. catches these days. This isn't, what, three, four years ago. Right. I agree. McCaffrey only nine carries, 33 yards rushing first half. Yeah. Well, Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. You said that offense looked different with Debo. One offense that we know will look different, uh, guaranteed, just about, is the one for the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, I know the Atlanta Falcons have interviewed everybody under the sun as well. It's like a competition between the Chargers and the Falcons. How many people Who can, can interview, we interview? <laughs> But uh, Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports uh, t- made this report about nine hours ago. Says a source familiar with Belichick told CBS that Blank desperately wants Belichick, and ultimately it is Belichick's job if he wants it. The source says it's fifty-fifty right now if he does take the job. Now they still have some more. They still have to interview more people. They haven't complied with the Rooney rule yet, so he wouldn't be able to hire him today, even if he wanted to offer him the job. Yeah, but to me, it just seems like. And you know, I heard Steve uh, Steve Hartman and E from Salam earlier today. Steve was going, "What if he just goes to Atlanta and goes six and eleven for three years straight?" And I was like, "Well, then he'd be the winningest coach in NFL history, basically." <laughs> you know, so, I mean, at the end of the day, so you know that's not that's not uh, anything to just rub your nose at. Yeah, but that division is so prime. You want to talk about the Chargers? Like, for me, I know you got Justin Herbert at the Chargers job, but you also got Sean Payton in Denver, Andy Reid in Kansas City, and we'll see what happens with, with Antonio Pierce and the Raiders. But VJ said he, they're going to the playoffs next year. Like, wherever it is, there's a lot of organizational buy-in on Antonio Pierce. That much is evident. Absolutely. Right? That's the other three teams there. You go to the Falcons? Shoot. You got the you got the Panthers, and we'll see how Bryce Young and that offense can turn it around. See what they do when they make their hire, but they're gonna have a first year head coach or a first time head coach, I should say, in Carolina. Uh, the Buccaneers have more dead cap space than anybody in the NFL, well. and I get that they just want a playoff game, but uh, let's be honest, Sirianni and them was one two three Cancun as soon as the game started. <laughs> And then you got the worst coach in NFL history, over uh, minimum fifty games coached, Dennis Allen. Not who has coached seven? No, I looked it up. He's coached seventy games. There's no active coach with a worse winning percentage <laughs> who's been able to coach for long. I wasn't gonna say anything against Dennis Allen. I'm gonna let you have that one. I was gonna say on the Packers. Not to mention they get into the playoffs on the last game of the year against those really bad Carolina Panthers. That's what they ended up. The you Buccaneers, know. you mean? Uh, Buccaneers, yeah. The, yes. the Buccaneers get into the playoffs. That's when they clinched play, the division. They, they clinched the division. So just think about that. The Falcons were so bad slash good. That they had a chance to clinch. Yep, they did. In week week eighteen yeah. of the season, yeah. and Carolina, you know, holds Tampa to, to what three field goals. I was about to say, was it what nine, nine to, to, nine nine to, to nothing. nothing? Yeah, nine, nine to nothing. To nothing. Yeah. Right, and, and, you know, Carolina not exactly world beaters this season, but uh, th- I mean. It's prime to if Belichick goes to Atlanta, he's gonna set himself up again with another situation where I know the Bills are really good right now, but prior to getting Josh Allen, uh, no, 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 Moss, yeah. the Jets, 
No mas. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and and the Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since in twenty years. Well, we're the we're the we are the longest since uh, the Lions won last week. Now, my beloved mighty Miami Dolphins have the longest streak in the NFL without a playoff. But that's win, what this so NFC South job is setting up for. Yeah. That's what this Falcons job is setting up for. And I get that you may not have your quarterback, but Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Come on down, Kirk. Let's get this thing done. Well, you know, Kirk's my guy, so I would love that match right there. But I also listen. I like if they brought Kurt in and then still drafted a quarterback. Why oh, not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do do both. Bring Kurt in. Kurt Cousins still, and I were in college at the same time. You, you're going to need a backup. Yeah, plan you're going to need, gonna need a backup <laughs> contingency. Desmond's not the guy. Heineke's not the guy. Okay, we we know that now. Maybe one of those guys could be your backup for a year. But I would still draft. I'm not sure about the Penix call that Tyler Dragon, who we had on at the 5:30 Pacific time, 8:30 Eastern time hour. I don't know if I like that call, but I definitely like them drafting a quarterback. And Kurt Cousins, he listen, guys. He didn't say I would love to play for Bill Belichick for no reason. He said it for a reason. And from everything I've heard, it's his job if he wants it. They just have to go through the hiring process. But I'm hearing Arthur Blink is enamored with him. Like, he is in love with Bill Belichick and wants him to be the guy. But, Bill, you know how slow Bill moves. Bill's like, listen, I'll think about him. I'm going to talk about him. Y'all know how Bill, he's not going to be amped about it. But he's got some interest. They've done two interviews, and the second one I hear was an hours long of a sit down so when they when you're sitting down with bill belichick it's not a lot of laughs and jokes it's serious business being talked what's gonna happen what can i have what type of power can i have where are we going with the draft i'm pretty sure they've talked all what is your vision what do you want to do what i'm sure all that's been talked out it's bill belichick's job if he wasn't. And like you said, the division is right there for you. The division could be had, even though you're going to hate this part. I think the Saints will be – the Saints were in the playoffs until the, the Bucs uh, uh, until, they were, until until they the Bucks won their game. Until they no, weren't. just call it – come on, man, don't do that. The Saints were in the playoffs. I had the Saints win in the division. The Saints were in the playoffs until, until the Bucs played later that day. If Carolina just could score 10 points, I cash in on a 16, a 16 parlay that I put in in August. Of six division winners, I would have cashed that in. Ah, I don't. I mean, that's so wasted money. That was that, that was more. That was about. That was less valuable than toilet paper. At I that was point. right. Come on, man. I was right there. They were there. I was right there. You, I mean, you you're the guy that picked a career, and this is after this season, right? Combining this season, picked a career three forty three winning percentage guy to make the playoffs. I li- no, I had to win and did they? But listen, yeah, you, they you had division, make the playoffs. I know, but they had it right. There. Come on, man, don't say it like they only won three or four. I had it right there when those first later games were over in week eighteen. They were sitting right there in the play. I'm like, okay, Carolina, just do me a solid, and Carolina. Could do, but with Bill Belichick, man, like I said, at first I thought, huh, what the hell? But as I slept on it a few days, kind of looked into the team, marinated it a little bit, I said, you know what? Wow, I kind of like this. I kind of like Belichick to the Falcons. I'll tell you what, that thing is more wide open than the freeway at 4 a.m. There's, uh, there's nobody out there. There's nobody in the way in the <laughs> NFC South, brother. Nobody oh, in man. the way in the NFC South. Belichick can walk right in there, set that same New England style up, go ahead and just walk into the playoffs do every you bring single Josh, year. Do you bring Josh in with you to run your offense? He's available. 
uh, he might have to stay available for me. But you know what? Oh, really? They've had the most success in, in with his history with Josh McDaniels. I was about so. to say, I think that we'll would see. be the easy call. You know what? Uh, <laughs> did you know that Bill O'Brien, for uh, for double digit years, at least ten, has either coached for Nick Saban or Bill Belichick, yeah, and has never won a championship. Because he's bad luck. I'm just saying that's yeah, I'm saying that's bad luck. That's man. hard to do. That's bad luck. That's hard to do. Ten years and you with those two guys and you don't have one ring, one. It's hard, that's hard to, to do. do. That's hard to hard do. to do. But uh, <laughs> so Ohio State, have fun. That's a tease for what's coming up next. We'll get into more of that uh, and also updates on the Packers 49ers as they come back from halftime. Coming up next, Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live to, from the Tyrac.com studios. You can hit us up with your two cents on X. I'm at Martin Weiss, VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. But VJ, I don't know if you, I don't know how you would have missed it, quite honestly. But Caleb Downs is transferring from Alabama to Ohio State. And I tell you what, Ooh. Ohio State fans were excited. Ooh. Now, don't be wrong. Caleb Downs is a hell of a ball player. But uh, I just so the reaction to some of this and some of this transfer portal stuff has been kind of over the top to me. Yeah. Yeah. Big time overreaction. And the reason why I wanted to point this out and talk about this today is because the the, the, the portal is not affecting – college football the way people think it is. If I went and asked you, okay, so tell me who's the big portal guy that helped Michigan win the national championship this year. Go. Somebody tell me who it is. You can't. They were all homegrown. The main dogs, the big dogs, they were all homegrown guys, hardball recruited. Even, 
guy like Donovan Edwards probably would have transferred at it from a different school. Absolutely. If he was somewhere else, he'd have definitely entered the portal after his carries went way down this year. But you stick with it, kiddo. And in the national championship game, what happens? Bam, bam. Bing, two bing. big two big runs. Game over. As Chris Fowler said, Michigan flexing early. But some numbers I just want to give you guys that calm all of y'all the hell down. In the portal overreaction thing, the way I look at it, since December 7th, there's been over 1,000 players that have entered the portal. Now, most of you go, VJ, oh, my God, dude, that's a bunch of players. Guys, in FBS, there's 15,167 players. In FCS, there's 13,028 players. A total in D1 college football of 28,195 players. 1,000 kids moving around does not move the needle, guys. And trust me, it doesn't. My early pick right now for the national champion next year, if things stay stat, is Texas. That's who I think is going to win the national championship. The main guy they went and got was um, uh, Isaiah Bond, the receiver from Alabama, which I think was a good move because I think they need another outside threat for the offense. He's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player, but... Come on. Now, I know Alabama fans are hurt and upset. I counted the players. 22 kids have entered the portal. Five, no more than three of those guys are going to make a significant, a significant impact on their new university that they suit up and play for. I like Caleb Downs. Other than when he's playing against Michigan, he's getting bulldozed and and, uh, and, and pushed down into the ground right. and getting our guy and getting our guy Bresson uh, a rough and uh, unnecessary roughness. He call. did have the, he do, he was a heel click away from an interception to start the game. Hey, hey that, well, you know what? Get your feet in bounds, young man. That, that's a learning lesson for a true freshman. Make sure you get those feet in before you go up and get the pick. Hey, I I, I make the rules. I just call the film the way I see the film. Hell of a player. Yes, fine, but. Calm down, guys, with, with, with the transferring. It's, 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 oh, my God, it's ruining college football. You don't get a chance to, to, to form any type of connection. with. Stop with this connection stuff. Let these kids go get some bread. Let these kids go where they want to play. You don't say that about coaches. Coaches get to leave all the time. Let these kids do this. Stop overreacting to this. Some of the names that I like down here, Dante Moore went from UCLA to the Ducks. Do you think that makes the Ducks national champion contenders? I don't. I think it means that they had to replace Bo Nix, and they didn't have a quarterback there that can do it. Cam Ward goes from Washington State to the U. You think the U is now a national contender because they got Cam Ward from Washington State who couldn't win eight games in white light? Stop. It's okay. Let these kids go. What you still need to do is recruit, form those connections, convince kids to stay, and you'll be fine. If you're getting all shook up because kids are leaving and the portal's ruining college football, I'm going to tell you like I told you about bowl games. Turn it off then. Don't watch. If you're so upset about it or you think it's ruining the game, that was just a big overreaction to me. I saw a lot of it this week, Martin. I'm like, guys, calm the hell down. It's just something to talk about. I get it, man. So is a lot of this stuff. That mean, yeah. Come on, man. The thousand kids out of twenty eight thousand, Martin. It's okay. (laughs) These world games will be fine. Debo Samuel has been ruled out of this game, and uh, we'll see if the Forty Nine ers going to able to overcome that. Chiefs Bills preview coming up next. Martin and VJ. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios for the last hour of the show. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way that tire buying should be. 
Again, let's update you guys on the game. Steve DeSager just broke it down. Jordan Love threw it deep. That's a pass interference. Goodness gracious. Uh, these Packers wide receivers, I think they're good. That's of one of the more impressive uh, rooms since Thanksgiving yeah. on. No, it has these been. Packers wide receivers, their ability to get open, get deep, and really truly be unknown. Bo Melton, did you know of him before they played the line no, on Thanksgiving? All, not at all. I'm not going exactly. like I did. Nope. Yeah, no. And so we just can't tell you where he played college. Just, uh, I, I sat there. I said to you, VJ, if they picked this up after what would have been a bad operation between Jordan Love getting stepped on, missing the pitch. That's with a P. Missing the pitch to Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones picks it up and he's able to get a few yards, but it was second and 21. Kyle Shanahan can't believe it. He's looking just despondent on the sidelines. Debo Samuel out of this game, but I'll tell you what, I would bet the Packers right now. I think that Packers money line is heating up. I, I told you during the third quarter, Packers are going to win this game. I looked at Martin during the commercial break. I said the Packers are going to win this game As if they find somebody wide open. Wide open. And, and, and Love the just only, throws a touchdown The only pass. question is, is his feet. The only it's, question is. It's his feet. His feet's in, but he's wide. The problem. The problem is he's wide open. There's not a Niner defender within 15 yards of him. This is easy. Lie. Boom. There. One foot. Yeah. Uh, oh, got the boom. dot. Yeah, got Game the dot of right inches. there. Game of inches. Why did he drag it? Damn, you almost made me look stupid, man. I'm about to Damn. Say. I thought. I thought he died. I thought he. Uh, you know, told what they call it. Toe drag swag. Why didn't he? Uh, yeah, he should have. That was close. I mean, you know what? But again, all these guys are like rookies, first-year players. Yes. You probably should have dragged your toe on that one, but it ended up not. Surprising that they're not going for two here uh, as they attempt the extra point to go up six, 13-7. Don't you love it, when Steve, when they uh, score right after you did your update or right in the middle of it? That's well, the best time. My, my thing is I don't mind, and just to touch on the two, no, I take the one here because what has their offense done all game? There was there, and now I know there could be a, a bomb and a broken. I get all that, but I'm going on nine plus left. I'm gonna go on. My defense has been whooping ass all day long. I'm gonna trust you guys to hold this six point lead for me. If we get the ball back, we can probably put another field goal up, and that's gonna be game. And we're gonna hold this uh, offense to seven points. But I, I, I said, and Patrick, we were talking during the break. This offense is different. Without Debo, who wants some of Debo on the field? I've been saying this for two years, and you people wanted Christian McCaffrey to be the MVP. You can't be the MVP when you're not the most important player on your team. Debo's the most important player. We're seeing it. He's off the field. And now I know they have Ayuk. I know they have Kittle. But Debo is the reason why those guys are so open because you got to have at least four eyes, two sets on him every single down. When he's not out there, it reminds me when Tyreek was hurt for the Dolphins. It, it's not hard to, it's not hard to, to double team Jalen Waddle. Okay, who else? What else you got? Your three is a big fall off from your one two as far as the receiver positions go. Look at San Francisco 49ers. After one two, Ayuk and Debo, who oh, tell me who the receivers are. This is huge, man. 13 to uh 13 to 7 in the fourth. Not of some change to go. I'm looking good right now. So as we're looking in, look, he says he's looking good. You know who's looking good is the Packers. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, as we keep you guys updated on this matchup here, let's take a look ahead, put the car in drive, and look sure. forward. Sure. 
towards the Chiefs and the Bills. I know you said this is your game of the weekend, but I think a lot of people are. Uh, this is one of those where people are actually waiting all day for Sunday night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. Oh yeah, I, I, I can't stand. I mean, I hate either, that bro. song. I mean, I, me first either. of all, I have not. I haven't been waiting all day for Sunday night. I've been watching seven hours of commercial free football. Thank you. Up until this point, first of all, how long is the contract that she signed? <laughs> She's been singing this damn song for like twenty. This is not an exaggeration. Has it not been like fifteen years? It feels like, like fifteen it at least. to twenty years. How long of a contract did she sign for Sunday Night Football? Jeez, but go ahead about the game. No, I want to. You you had a question that you wanted to ask. Yes. as regards to this game. Yes, this is the only thing in Why this don't you game. Go ahead and set it up. This is the only thing in this game that I care about because being a very very hurt and very disgruntled Miami Dolphin fan right now. That was ugly. Yeah, yeah, it was ugly, bro. But I keep it a buck. First of all, I didn't pick us to win. I was sat here with Kerry Rose. I said I'm going with the Chiefs tonight. He's eyes up. I said, bro, I'm not that fan. I I know when my team's gonna win and when they're not. It's too cold, and we're signing guys off the street to rush Mahomes. It, it's not going to happen, guys. How many sacks did Miami have last week? Z-E-R-O. There you go. That's how many That's how many they have. But if you go into this game, this is the darlings. This is the, these are the two quarterback darlings. So I got to thinking, Bills are at home. They haven't played the Chiefs at home in the playoffs before. Josh Apple turnover Allen has a shot to finally beat Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes has never been on the road in the playoffs. This is his first road playoff game in six years in the NFL. And it got me to thinking, wow, who who's this game bigger for? I know Mahomes has got the MVPs in the Super Bowl, but Martin, they lose tomorrow. What's the talk now? He oh, he needs he needs Arrowhead. He needs the refs. He needs a flag thrown late to help him win. If Josh Allen loses, man, you had home field advantage and you still couldn't get it. Who who is this game? I think that's a legitimate question. Whose legacy is on the line more up until this point after tomorrow night? For me, yes. For me, it, it's Josh Allen. Okay, because hey, we've seen Mahomes, uh, albeit at home. But you know what? They just don't give you home playoff nope. games. You know nope. what I'm saying? You nope. got to earn nope. those throughout. Nope. They're not just handing them out like, here, you get a home playoff game. You get a home playoff game. You get a home playoff game. Not the toughest no. division over the last six years. We, let's make sure we add that part in. Not, but uh, It's, you know, you it's know kind what? of a was Tom it two Brady walked through the one? AFC East for, for, a- for 19 years. A- 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 Joe Montana walked through the NFC West for so, you. I'm with, okay. It is what it is. Okay. You know, game's a game. You, you don't make the schedule either. You know, somebody play else does you got. that. I got you. You play who you got. Um, but... Oh, Brock Purdy. <laughs> this boy Y'all should have saw Martin face just now. <laughs> These lights is too oh, bright for you, boy. Man. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. I, Tyler Dragon, you're wrong. These yep. lights are too bright for Brock Purdy right now as he sails it on second and six over the running back. I don't he's running back or uh juice check. I'm not sure who it was, but it was a pass that was going nowhere fast. But back to my point. This is kind of I mean it's all leading up to this moment right here for Buffalo. It's all this this is a program defining win or loss. Mm. This is a I mean, especially after all of the work that they put in to get to this point. This team was 6 and 6. Yep. Okay, as much as we talked about the Chiefs and how their offense didn't look great and all this and that, the Bills were 6 and 6. I was shoveling dirt on them. I thought they were dead. Trayvon Diggs tweeted, "We got to get bro out of Buffalo." Yep. And ever yep. since Tyler Dunn on Substack, 
back on his subject book. Came out with the Sean McDermott actually was using Al Qaeda references to motivate his team. And ever since then, all they did was go on an eight game win streak. Huh? That's it. Eight game win streak. You know, and I, I am of the belief that I think they probably would have lost to Pittsburgh if they had played that game in the snow like it was scheduled, but they didn't. And they didn't. They won, so Pittsburgh it is. made it a game. Pittsburgh did. They, they, they tried to fight back at the end as Christian McCaffrey takes off, scoring a touchdown. We will see what happens here. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey just scored a touchdown. That is in everybody's same game parlay. So congratulations to y'all for catching that leg at least. Yeah. <laughs> 13 apiece, 739 left in the third quarter. But th- if Buffalo loses this game, it's a real moment of, do we come back with this? Mm. Do we run this back again? Mm. Sean McDermott, is your job safe? I was about to say, is that Buffalo job now available? It very well could be. I mean, is that? I mean, we've given you everything. We've given you a quarterback. We've given you defense. We gave you two great coordinators. One left and took the Giants job. Another one, you know, you thought you wanted to call the plays over him. So he said he 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 did the good Samaritan thing and said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a break. But I think we all know McDermott was like, hey, I'm I'm gonna kind of take back over the defense. And Laser Frazier was like, okay, well, screw this. I'm out of here then. Right. Go ahead. And, you know, he's was, was like, ooh, you know, he wanted to take time off. But then remember, I was like, he's going to coaching symposiums. Yep. That doesn't seem like a guy taking nope. time off. Like when my dad said he was gonna retire from law he kept trying cases yeah. and i'm like <laughs> dad that doesn't it, that's not how you do it that's yeah. not how you retire you're supposed to be on a beach drinking my ties yeah. with no shoes on yeah you know what i'm saying no, yeah. he said he's trying a case a month or two and i'm like no no no. you're not retired it's like shadow retired you're yeah. not actually done yeah. you're just working part-time now yep. but anyway so you I, got it being Josh Allen. I do, because ultimately, not sure, there will be conversations that bubble up about Patrick Mahomes and does he have to be at home. Does he, But again, they don't just give out home playoff games. Yeah. You got to earn a home playoff game. You got to earn. I mean, the, the idea that the AFC Championship game is it, not going to be in Kansas City this year, Vita, it's the first time in five years, yeah. dog. Like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Right, and he didn't get it done in some AFC Championship games. What lost the Super Bowl to to Brady, you know? But I mean, he's on the way, right? Mahomes is on the way. I am of the belief that he is a Hall of Famer right now. You know what I'm saying? If he retired tomorrow, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Now I know that VJ thinks that's controversial. I don't see how. But anyway, I'm that's where he's tracking minimal. Okay. All right. Josh Allen, his biggest playoff win. Was what? Against the Patriots? That game where it was too windy to throw the ball? Uh, was that a playoff game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then I, the, yeah, Mac I, Jones rookie Oh, yeah, year. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that that would be But his, it's like. That's not even do you remember? About. You remember last season, we were in the other studio, and they came out with that list of the faces of the NFL, and it yep. was Josh Allen, and it was Patrick Mahomes, yep. and I was losing my mind because I'm like, dog, Joe Burrow was right there. And you know what Joe Burrow has done? Just walked in and handled whoever was whoever was there. If he's healthy, he was over with. Beat Josh, uh, beat, beat Josh Allen in Buffalo. Beat Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. So I was just I was like, this is ridiculous. It's mm. ridiculous what we're talking about here. This is Joe. If you want to talk about faces of the AFC, it is Burrow and Mahomes. Now Burrow obviously hurt this year. Cincinnati was probably a dead man walking from the start because after Joe Burrow hurt his calf, yeah, his in calf a, the first it, practice, first practice, first practice. A training camp, first practice. I was actually on the phone with Scott Shapiro when it happened. I was like, no, first day. not like this. But anyway, I think it's a much bigger game for Josh Allen and his legacy. But also, I, I honestly think whoever wins this game, 
is walking into a buzzsaw. Oh, they're going to get their ass kicked next. This weekend. is going to be a game like it was. Uh, the 13 second game went all week after that. After Tyreek Hill helped that thing with 13 seconds left in the game, as Keyshawn Nixon runs, can he get? Oh, he cut it back inside. Go ahead, boy. Oh no! Oh, he fumbled. No! He fumbled, and it looks like the Packers were able to recover it. Keyshawn Nixon, Long Beach Poly's finest, right there. I was about to say, LBC in the building almost had a kick return for a touchdown. Almost to swing had a the kick game back. Touchdown, but it looks like the Packers are talking about it is their their ball. I'm the refs already pointed their way, so that matter where, who comes where out they it. are on the field. But that was at least a 50-yard kick return. They're going to be on plus territory when we come back. We'll take a live look in on this game and Jordan Love and uh, the Packers right now as they attempt to come back. They're down right now, 14-13 to 13 after a great run by Christian McCaffrey. Jake Moody, what are you doing, buddy? You can't, he, I know, right? A terrible tackle <laughs> attempt. And it looks like Keyshawn Nixon. That, and Packers actually gained they're maybe gonna, five, I'm six about yards to say, They're going to end up with the ball in the red zone. Yeah, they're on their own. Looks like their own 25-yard line when we come back. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. You can tweet the show. I'm at Martin Weiss. VJ at Big Vanilla Funny. We'll be answering your tweets coming up shortly. Uh, let's see here. Tom, I'll go on Jason go Thomas. says Your guy AD is here repping Green Bay, even though he's a Chicago native. Fan violation from our good listener, Jason Thomas. Jason, I'm with you, bro. There are certain cities you just can't go for the robbery team. When I first moved to L.A., you know what was really weird? It's when I found out there were Bronco fans that lived in Los Angeles and had never been to Colorado a day in their life. So I'm with you on that one, Jason. You're from Chi-Town. You're supposed to like Bulls, Cubs, Sox, 
Pitts, uh, uh, who, who else is there? Chicago Bears, Blackhawks. Like, yep. that's that's it. Like, that Chicago's one of them towns. Could you imagine somebody growing up in L.A. and saying they were uh, a Golden State fan? Or they were a Celtic fan? Or, like, a Miami Heat fan? And you're born and raised in Inglewood? I blame the internet. Ah, well, hold on. You got to explain that part for me. They made it too easy to watch everybody else. See, when I was a kid, oh, when true. I was growing up, yep, true. you got one game at 1 o'clock. True. And then you got one game at 4.30 on Fox or CBS. We sure did, And man. you know what the team was? The New Orleans Saints for me. You yeah. know what I had to do? I had to sit there and listen to my father make fun of them every year. He told you know what he used to say when you see the, the scorebook pop up and they be playing Atlanta or something like that or Tampa or whoever San Francisco back in the, the old the NFC Ram, West the, Ram, days, the Rams back in the, the day. Rams yep. back in the day. Yep. It, it would be it say N O zero and it say S T L. 24, right, as they were getting killed as Brock Purdy tries his best to, to throw, throw an interception. <laughs> uh, as they were getting killed, okay, and he would go, you know what the N.O. stands for? No team. No team. Oh, wow. No team. Stands for no team. That's what he used to say. But I tell you what, uh, this right here, these lights are too bright for Brock Purdy. He's missing high. He's missing low. He's missing left. He's missing right. And I tell you what, if Jonathan Owens had some hands, he would have caught that thing. Yeah, well, they've dropped two interceptions. The Packers have dropped two interceptions. Great answer for the kick return by Nixon after the McCaffrey run, and then a great stand by the uh, Packers defense there for them to punt the ball and get the ball, I guess, good field position. I have it about their own 38-39 with a 343 in the third quarter. Do you remember what we said to begin this? What, what we said to begin this show? So if the 49ers are down by eight or more in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. they do not come back. Look at Trent Williams going to the bench, almost sucking wind and sucking air, and almost with a disbelief look in his face, like, "Okay, how did we get here?" This this is when. A guy like me looks at players like I look in their faces. I look. If the camera gives me the angle. I look. You can tell a lot by looking in another man's eyes, man. You can. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drop. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, save that one, Lorena. We got to have that one later. You can tell a lot, man. We look at another man's eyes, but and but you can tell. Look when people are shell shocked. Purdy just he kind of just looks shell shocked. But I'm gonna beat this horse, especially if the Packers pull this off and hold. Hold on and win this game. This is not CMC's team. This team, this offense, this offense is all about who wants some of Debo. As a Dolphin fan, I don't try to act like like you guys know I call my man Oos. Oos. I love me some Tua Tagovailoa. But I know that offense belongs to Tyreek Hill. He goes, our offense goes. Period. He goes off the field. Now we struggle a little bit. That's San Francisco. Even with all the other weapons, there's always something that stirs the pot. You could put a good pot of chili together and add in all the ingredients. But if you don't have the right amount of chili powder, that's the main ingredient. If you don't have that right mix in there, you just made a bowl. You just made a pot of spaghetti sauce. That's all you made. This what this feels like. I'm watching uh, what should be a great Super Bowl day pot of chili. The San Francisco offense now just feels like some normal spaghetti sauce from the local high school cafeteria. From the local high school cafeteria, you can't even give him Paulie and Goodfellas. No, no, well, no way. He don't get no that. I bet you that sauce was slapping. Are you kidding me, Paulie sauce? Nah, man. 
Nah, hell nah. This I'm telling you, they're in trouble. Now we're at the point of the game where you're like, okay, because once again, tell well, me, tell me what has San Francisco defense done? I'm, I'll tell you, you're at the point in the game now where you turn back and you look at your quarterback and say, all right, gonna need some help here. Yeah, gonna yeah. need you to do. Gonna need you to ball out like the Ravens were at halftime. They turned around, looked at Lamar Jackson, said, "Listen, dog, you the MVP. You got to get this done." You know what he did? I was ding, ding, say, ding. Answered the bell. I was gonna say, finish it. You said earlier in the show. Purdy, though, mm-hmm. he's not that guy. Mm-hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's My man Cam got killed, got crushed, and people are still trying to go at him. He called Dak a game manager. He called Tua a game manager. He called Purdy a game manager, and people killed him. And even as a Dolphin fan, somebody asked me this week, well, he called your boy a game manager. How you feel? I looked him right in his face. I said, Cam Newton's right. I love Tua, man, but Tua is a game manager. But we got to put pieces around, and he can manage the hell out of a game. But he that's thats the level he's at. He's not a game changer. Lamar Jackson is a game cha- He changes the game. That's not what Purdy is or does, and it's showing tonight. Even missing a guy, you should still be. If you're a game changer, you would still be over to overcome it. Cam Newton went 15-1, got to a Super Bowl with his best weapon, being the guy who's calling the game right now on Fox TV. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. And his best receiver was an over-the-prime Teddy Ginn Jr. Come on now. Stop playing with me, people. No, I'll I tell you what. Cam Newton's uh, just as an aside, he's one of the best football players I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Yeah. Of course. And I know I'm only 30, I'm 34, so you know there was a whole lot of football played prior to me. But you want to talk about, like, if you take wins, losses, all that out of it, like, just, put the tape on. just strictly ability and skill, yeah. it did not end pretty for Cam. But when he was at his prime, whoo, let me tell you. Martin, let me ask you this, though, man. Who does it ever end pretty for, Martin? John Elway? Tom. What, and, and, you know, did it? Did it did it end pretty for Tom? I mean, Tom lost to the Cowboys at home in a playoff game last year. That was the end. His last game in his last game in New England, he threw a pick six. Yeah, but in between there, he did win a he, Super he Bowl. He went win a Super Bowl. <laughs> did, let me ask you a question though, because the, the stats were uh, uh, the stats were astounding. But that defense had a hell of a lot to do with chasing Pat Mahomes' ass around all game long. Tom Brady tried to throw the game away. Let's not go. Can we go back to the NFC Championship game? He threw three picks. Let's just, I'm, I'm just, I just got to make sure it's all out there. I'm not, I'm not trying to not. You know, Brady's my guy. But you asked who, I mean, it's but, pretty nicely when you in, the, in when you win one of the last two Super Bowls okay, you're in the right. league for. Okay, but my question is, who does it normally really? End? It ends bad for most athletes because most athletes are the last ones to recognize oh, and know, no. are, are, are the last ones to recognize and know as a tip ball, which well, is let's, let's let Steve do it because yeah. we're, we're up against we're up to Steve. Oh, okay, right I now. see it. My bad. So Steve Desager, why don't you go ahead and tell us what just happened? In this football game right now. San Francisco linebacker Dre Greenlaw with an interception and the Niners are trailing late third quarter at home in this divisional round playoff game. 21-14 Green Bay at the moment because Jordan Love has two touchdown passes in the third quarter and a two-point pass. Still in the back of all of our minds... 
how the Packers' offense started the night. First three drives, three trips to the red zone, two short field goals, and stopped on fourth and one on the other. Right now, about two minutes to go in the third. San Francisco takes over after the interception of Love. Green Bay 21-14 in the lead. Statistically for the Niners at home, Christian McCaffrey 73 yards rushing, including a touchdown, and George Kittle 73 yards receiving, including a touchdown. I got a stat for you because you were talking about Debo Samuel. Associated Press says this season for the 49ers, Debo Samuel has played 10 snaps or fewer three times this year. San Francisco has lost all three times. Absolutely. FYI. Absolutely. Thank you, Steve. This game on Fox TV and Debo left in the first half tonight with a shoulder injury. Rain expected throughout the evening in Northern California, not just during the game. San Francisco is the number one seed in the NFC, earned a first round bye. By the way, 12 and 5 records each for San Francisco and Detroit and Dallas. But San Francisco's conference record was the best, 10 and 2. So they had last weekend off. The team that had last weekend off, the AFC's top seed. Baltimore will be hosting the AFC Championship game next weekend. The Ravens eliminated Houston 34-10 today. That game was tied 10-10 at the half. Baltimore's playoff record in the previous eight years was 1-4. Lamar Jackson today, two touchdown passes, two touchdown runs, 11 carries, 100 yards rushing. Meanwhile, the Houston offense against that great Ravens D... 10 drives, 10 first downs. Detroit hosts Tampa Bay on Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Buffalo will host Kansas City on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. By the way, the Bills cut punter Matt Hawk today from the practice squad. Punter Sam Martin had been listed as questionable with a bad hamstring. We know wide receiver Gabe Davis of the Bills is out again with the knee injury. In the NBA, Philadelphia got 33 points from Joel Embiid and a win at Charlotte. Embiid with a 20th straight 30-point game. Milwaukee got 45 points from Damian Lillard in a victory at Detroit today. Pistons record now 4-38. and 38. In college hoops, Pitt has just won at number 7 Duke, 80-76. to 76. West Virginia at home beat number 3 Kansas today, 91-85. And number 1 UConn survived at Villanova on FS1, 66-65 the final. Again, late third quarter, Green Bay 21, San Francisco 14. Back to you. Thanks, Steve, Martin, and BJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after the show, our podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. <laughs> Brock Purdy just ran for one yard. Just search Fox Sports <laughs> Radio wherever you get your podcast. And also be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. And you'll see this show posted right after we get off of the air. So that's that. The 0-38 is for the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fourth quarter. So we got two minutes. Exactly. You yep. got two minutes. But I love the stats. I love the stat that Steve just gave us, and that's why I keep beating the drum about, about Debo. Less than 10 snaps three times this year. 0-3. And right now, the 49ers have the ball in their own 49-yard line, uh, driving down second and nine. We'll see what they're able to do with it as Purdy drops back to pass. That is a complete to – oh, incomplete to Ayuk. That might be a fumble. That might be a fumble. I'd pick that up. Also, too, we we beat up on Purdy. We got to make sure we call out about Jordan Love. Even though it's a tip pass, it's a bad throw. The ball's way behind the tight end. He's reaching back. I don't think he tipped at the line of scrimmage, did, did it? No, I didn't. I just thought it was a bad throw. I didn't, I didn't no, see it. No, it was a bad throw. Yeah, it was a bad throw. It, no, it got tipped by the uh, by the receiver. 
Okay. The receiver tipped gotcha. it, and that's how the linebacker was able to intercept. But a, a tight end running across on a drag route has the full speed and has the reach back in the air. That's that's a bad throw, and that's how the ball ended up getting tipped. So uh, Jordan Love had pretty much been playing flawless football until that point and uh, caused the interception, but the uh, Niners with the ball now driving. Still down so Plenty of football left, guys, but you know what, Martin? Just, a game just popped in my head. Um, Patrick will love this one. Patrick, do you remember the NFC Championship game where – the Seahawks were just getting manhandled by the, the Green Bay Packers. I mean, just beating them up and down the field, but Green Bay kept settling for field goals. Absolutely, that's, that's the over. That's the that's the onside kick recovery game. Then the bomb, the bomb to Baldwin uh, in the end zone from Russell was. This game feels like that game where. Now I, I I think I want the Packers to win this game. I you know I, I thought they played tough and was like yeah hell fine I, I think I want the Packers to win. I'll pick the Packers. But now as I'm watching this, it's like oh man, you had so many chances to put this San Francisco team away, and they just haven't done it. And uh, they're only a Christian McCaffrey swing pass away from a big break run, which you've already kind of seen with his run up the middle. So I, I mean I will say this: if we get two onside kicks that go uh, go Green Bay's way, then it really is <laughs> a, a, a repeat of that. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. So speaking of Green Bay, let's take a second and look in the rearview mirror and go back to the team that they packed away last week. I mean, <laughs> packed away, put them boys to bed. That was clever. Thank you. Had uh, Dak Prescott talking about if McCarthy's on the hot seat, well, put me on it too. <laughs> Buddy, guess what? You were. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you something. But uh, while Mike McCarthy's seat is warm, yeah, I think that's pretty much all it should stay. Because he's won 36 regular season games in the last three years. That's hard to do. He's went to the playoffs the last three years in a row. And I get it. He didn't win in the playoffs. But we're talking about some real champagne problems right now. There's some real high-class issues that Dallas has. And if you fired Mike McCarthy right now, I think it would have been a knee-jerk reaction to a scenario that, don't get me wrong, it was ugly. But, I mean, let's be honest. Did we see this coming? I know VJ thought the Packers had a great shot to win this game, but did you see them being able to dominate this game as if they had the last this throughout this the first three quarters the first of this? First three quarters, yeah. Because I didn't see that coming. I don't think you saw. I know you said we keep it close, but I don't know if you saw this level of domination coming. No. I think this Packers team just might be a wagon right now. But uh, the idea of firing Mike McCarthy is uh, I've been hearing this all day. Colin Cowherd had a, had a promo. He said, if you fire somebody, how quickly do they get rehired? I think Mike McCarthy would have a job very, very soon had he gotten fired as Brock Purdy takes a sack on third and ten. That ain't getting it done. At all. Now, with McCarthy, and this is, I, I, I love this topic because I was on this from the minute the game ended. The minute the game ended, a uh, uh, stand-up comedian friend of mine for 22 years, text my phone, was a huge Dallas fan. He's like, tell, please tell me they fire him. I said, they're not. I texted him back immediately. I said, they're not going to fire him. You guys have to stop this knee-jerk reaction and wanting everything right, done right away. Once My thing is not, and Colin's point was cool of, okay, would he get hired really fast? My question is always, if you're going to hire, if you're going to fire somebody, you got to tell me who you're getting. 
You can't fire and then just go interview 10 different guys. Yeah, if Belichick's on the line, okay. Or Harbaugh, and he goes, well, what about Harbaugh? I said, they better have a illegal, because it would be illegal, wink, wink, behind closed door agreement already done from Jim's representatives that he will take the Cowboy job if you're going to fire McCarthy. If you fire McCarthy and you hire Ben Johnson, and that's not knocking him, but he's not ready for the Dallas Cowboys job. He may be ready for the Chargers job, the Washington job. Hell, the Carolina job probably fits a coordinator like him a little better as a head coach. That's probably the best shot for him to be successful and not be run out the door quickly. But when you go to Dallas, it's so much. People don't get the pressure that Jerry Jones puts on his own players, on his own franchise. It's a lot, guys. And it's hard to win in this league. And Mike McCarthy is a guy that's over 200 career wins. He has a Super Bowl ring. I know it was a while ago, but so was Mike Tomlin's Super Bowl ring a while ago. I don't hear you guys trying to run him out of Pittsburgh. And he and he gets credit for finishing 10-7. and seven. He gets credit for finishing 9-8. and eight. Come on, you can't just fire guys. I like the way Jerry Jones did this, though. You're not getting the extension. We're going into your last year. So it's a prove-it type year. It's a prove-it year for everybody there, in my opinion. This idea that you want to fire so fast, once again, you just have to tell me who you're getting. Because if you're firing somebody, that's like quitting a job without having another one. And a lot of people may not like this analogy. That's like breaking up with somebody without an idea of what you're going to do next as far as whether you're going to be single or the next person you have your eye on that you want to go try to date. But then you're sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm so lonely. I'm so this. I'm so that. Well, why'd you break up with somebody without a contingency plan? Why'd you fire somebody or quit a job without a contingency plan? I love the fact that they kept him. Now, I still think Mike McCarthy is a middle-of-the-road, overall, all-time type coach. I don't put him up there with the Shulas or the Belichicks or uh, uh, even Landry, Bill Parcells. I don't put him up there with those guys. But he's, he's got he's got a bunch of wins. He's been successful. He's he more than capable. He's, he's more than capable of being your NFL head coach. Dallas is just a different beast. It's like coaching at Duke. It's like coaching at Carolina. Coaching at Alabama. Coaching at Michigan. It's some places where coaching for the Yankees. You think Boone? You think Boone enjoyed that? You think Boone enjoyed being the manager? Yes, because you're the manager of the Yankees. But when that man lays head to pillow every day, guys. Listen, and the stat just pointed up Steve DeSager, the great Steve, just pointed to the screen for us to look out. So they are um, owing the 30-something when plus five in the fourth on the fourth quarter. So we are in the fourth quarter. They're down uh, seven right now going for a field goal. And uh, Moody bangs that bad boy through. So we're sitting here looking at 17 to 21 Packers. But, yeah, man, I like that they kept him. I don't mind loyalty. But, you know, the biggest problem that's been in Dallas, I've been saying this for 20 full long years. It's never been Romo. It was never Des Bryant. It was never, it was, it's not these coaches and these players. Their biggest problem, Martin, is Jerry Jones. It's his biggest mistake, the, big, the, the worst business move he ever made for as rich as this man is. The biggest business debacle you ever made is you thought you can do what Jerry Johnson was, what Jimmy Johnson was doing, and you've been paying for it since 1994, almost 20 years. That's what I thought the Belichick thing would have been interesting because, uh, I mean, it was evident watching Dallas that their linebackers were not able to keep up, uh, and their running game was also not able to keep up. Why isn't Dan Quinn being killed? No, he's too busy interviewing for head coach. I mean, well, I mean, didn't his defense give up forty plus points? Okay, I'm just, I, I mean, I, I'm just asking because Dan Quinn's supposed to be this defensive magical guy. But go ahead. 
No, but it's it, uh, you know I think that when you look at uh, uh, the, some of the play the player selection, I should say Dallas normally hits they're pretty doggone good drafting, but they're pretty the, good drafting. But it, I think it would have been interesting to have seen a mind trust of Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick. I thought that 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 match made sense to me in a really? way of if if you can collaborate and come to an agreement on mm. players like. They're pretty. Both of those guys have a pretty good history of uh, selecting players. I know that like Belichick's draft recently has been he a little. He just misses iffy, on first rounds. But yeah, he's. But I mean, he's fine. He, he somehow found a way for a lot of years hey, to well, fill he, out those third, rosters. Third, third, and third after third round on, he's he's brilliant. First round. I think he put, didn't he trade out of the first round one year. Like I don't even want to take a, a first. Time. Yeah, I don't even want to take a first round draft pick. I don't want to pay those guys. You did it a whole I, bunch. Yeah, I'll go to the second round and get a guy. So I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. But coming up next, uh, we'll take a look back into this uh, in this 49ers game. They trail right now by four. Magic number for the 49ers is eight. Jordan Love and the Packers have the ball back. It'll be second and six when uh, at the, on the next play. Will they be able to withstand? Will they be able to close this game out because they have dominated from start to Come finish? Come on, Jay Love. We'll see. Coming up next, Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Tell you what, Brock Purdy's got a chance to shut us both up right here, but uh, <laughs> just saw a stat during the Fox broadcast. Kyle Shanahan been trailing by five or more points in the fourth quarter. 0-30. Yep. Worst in the NFL since 2017. So, And that was have, before the field goal. That was, well, the field goal was the first play of the, first, of the fourth uh, quarter. Okay, so. yeah. So, uh. 
So there you have it. Uh, yeah, this game right now coming down to the wire. 11.40 left, 21-17. Green Bay with the lead. San Francisco with the ball. Christian McCaffrey with uh, 117 all-purpose on 17 touches. That'll get it done. Brock Purdy, 15 for 27, 184 and a touchdown and two dropped interceptions. I know I don't count on the stat sheet, but ooh, and he just missed McCaffrey again on second and 10. We'll see third and 10 now. I don't know, VJ. Hey man. Hey, hey, man, listen. I'm telling y'all right now, all you boys and girls, listeners out there in the Martin VJ Fox Sports Radio, listen and land. San Francisco wins this game. All you Purdy people are going to hear my mouth all off season long. I will be unbearable. I will make you block me. I will make you not like me because I've been trying to tell you about this guy, but you guys always want to prop up a certain guy. Like, okay, I'm, listen, still a lot of football left. But he's. This is the. This is the moment where you go. Okay, buddy, you got to answer the call. You got to answer the Ooh. bell right here. That's a great catch. That's, That's a, a horrible throw. Catch up there Just, yeah, it's a horrible throw, but a better catch. Down. But yeah, I. I mean, this is this is where you money on the table. As my one of my favorites. When the money on the table, when you push all the chips in, here we go. But the Packers still have time to get the ball back too. They haven't been stopped, but I believe twice. And Purdy's taking shots in the pocket now, so they're getting they're starting to get the Brock a little bit. But they're still down. We'll see what happens here. Like I said, he tried to throw the ball away twice already to the opposite jersey. So we'll see if these guys can hold on to one of these interceptions, possibly. Yeah, we will see. Juwan Jennings out there made a great catch just now. But uh, VJ, we were we did have here on the uh, I see on the rundown here. Head coach predictions. I know you got them. Go to flip to page 17 in your notebook. I'm sure you got them all written down. Where do you think that uh, Mike Vrabel ends up when this is all said and done? I like Mike Vrabel in Washington. I like Mike Vrabel in Washington. New ownership, a lot of money to spend. Uh, good defensive players. There's a defensive-minded guy. Uh, I think uh, Howe could be your quarterback another year there. But gritty, I think he fits in there. I'm from the DMV. I know that fan base. They will wrap arms around him. They like D.C., Northern VA, Southern Maryland. It's a gritty type of town. It's a gritty blue-collar, hard-working city. Even though you have the pretty government there, trust me, ride through D.C. You've been there recently. Ride through D.C. The monuments only look good for a little bit till you get close up on them. And you see all the surroundings and things around it. So he fits there. I like Vrabel with the Washington Commanders. I could see it. I think that's a sleeping giant of a franchise, honestly. I really do. Even I mean, Eagles are in a little bit of disarray uh-huh. right now. Uh, uh, Giants are the Giants. And Tommy DeVito was a cute story for a while. Uh, and obviously the Cowboys <laughs> have had some trouble. But again, no repeat winners in the NFC East for uh, over 20 years yep. or something like that. And I just think, again, just like you said, this is the only, only franchise where the president goes to one game per year. Absolutely. The Washington Commanders. Yeah, Washington Commanders. And like I said, they'll they'll engulf him. They will accept him in. Nobody's going to go, oh, man, we hired. I know that fan base, like the back of my hand. Trust me, they, they, they will definitely eat that up, having him there, man. And I think he'll go there and do good things right away. Vrabel was a good coach. I just think things just kind of just ran its course. Uh there in Tennessee, they, dude, well, they, the were, they were the playing thing, three the thing out of Tennessee was he wanted more control over the uh, over the uh, over the roster management. Yeah, and then when they hired a new GM, that wasn't happening. Well, not only that, playing three different quarterbacks, he he's not. When you come from Belichick. There's something called stability. That's one thing we can say about the Patriots. You can throw all the other stuff out there you want to throw out there. But over the last 20 years, the one thing you can say about that franchise is stability. So when you get a coach from there, that's what he wants. He wants some stability. He doesn't want to have to play three damn quarterbacks. That's zero stability. 
Well, uh, right now, Brock Purdy's yelling at somebody as Fox goes to commercial. But uh, he missed two throws, second and 10, and then third and 10. Punted on fourth down. We'll see if the 49ers defense can get another stop because uh, that's what's going to be needed because they are trailing right now by four. Hey, Coach, real quick, too, just came across. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Harbaugh will set up, has set up a second meeting with the Falcons. Well, there you have it. So they, they, I think the I think I, I think I know that charge. I think the charges are out. They they have interviewed so many people. Yeah, for the second time. I mean, how many times you interview somebody before? Like I, I I normally three interviews is pretty much the max I feel like for a job. Like especially with the same person. I had to interview three times just to run a Verizon store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest with you guys. I but, was a manager of a Verizon cell phone but store. Was like, it with the same people each time? The first two times it was the same person. The third time the regional VP came down. See, that's what I'm talking meet about. Me, so I can meet the V, the guy that oversees like. 20 stores in Southern California, I got to sit with that guy one-on-one. You got to get past the main guy twice, and then you can get to him. But the the, the, the owner is the main guy in a football exactly. team, but that's who they're talking to in time one. How many, how many different uh, times can you possibly interview? I'm with you, especially when you talk about those two guys, Belichick and Harbaugh. I think you get it all in one, in one sit-down. I don't think you have to do it again. Ben Johnson you might need to talk to again. One of these young coordinators you might got to bring in again. But Belichick, Harbaugh? One time. Packers 49ers right now down to the wire as this game wraps up. And this show's over. Aaron Torres, Jason Martin up next. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.